Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Robin Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. And Slim. I'm going to break your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> Internet Radio's Finest. I'm going to grab till I can't no more. Thank you, candidate Biden. My name is Bernie. Mr. Trump. Please release your final closing statement immediately. They say, oh my God, did you see this Trump guy? Who is this guy? The Mexicans were sent away. There's no more crime. Terrific. I gave the black guys their own holidays and jobs. Good job. Employment ain't this good since 1865. Who can bring you things you need like curly fries? And all the Nikes are manufactured here in Hawaii. Right here. I gave your kids tax breaks for a brand new bike. Here you go, faggot. Now let me stay the press till 2025. So I say, can Donnie, can Donnie, can I get your vote? I gave you streets for your car instead of all them Chinese roads. I gave you soup and a few gummy worms and a drink. But now them brown men and women wanna come here all again. They say, oh my God, who is this Donnie guy? Who is this guy? He always wins and everyone knows that he's right. He's always right. You don't let them monkeys climb the border to this side. Uh-uh. He's not racist, but someone has to stay in charge. This dude's dumb. Can't be just an average normal size. It must be quite bigger than an average normal guy. Believe me. <laughs> Them Asians, they should stick to cooking rice. They're good at it. Kim Jong is now with me against the Mexican Jihad. So I say, can Donnie, can Donnie, can I get your vote? I made your dreams come true. Now everyone has two, three coats. You got boots and a suit from me. Come give me break. Lower drug costs, you could buy a chocolate shake. Shake, shake, can Donnie, can Donnie, can I get four more? Oh, 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 I made your dreams come true. Now everybody doesn't need to be poor. We got too many Uruguays come to USA. Too many. I'll build a wall, or my middle name is it Donald J. Look, I love all black people. I have all the best black people working for me, the best. Some of them are even gay. And by the way, I think gayness is great. Nobody loves more gay men than me. I'm from New York. It's nothing but gay Jews over there. And I think it's great. There's also a lot of Hispanics. I love Hispanics, but they need to come here legally or I will bomb them. Can Donnie, can Donnie, can I get your vote? Give me a vote, come on. The 
Mexicans already coming back here on their boats. Them gay Jew money Sudanese fluent with no plates. Well, what are you doing here? I'll send them back to Iran and give you all a steak. Steak, steak. Damn Chinese, Japanese still making our clothes. Clothes, clothes. There cannot be a new president with a dumb name like Joe. My name is Bernie. Cast your bell for me, yeah, buddy. Vote for me all day. Day, hey. Them other candidates that are running are all gay. I'm not gay. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to the Robin's Room Show. Yeah, this is Kelsey Saffrey, and you're listening to the Robin's Room Show. Uh, hey everybody, I'm doing great. I'm Frankie McDonald, you're listening to Robin's Room Show. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Jamie Kennedy, a.k.a. B-Red, originally from Delco. You're listening to the Jersey's own Rob and Slim. That's right. They on them bus pill to cure all your ills, drinking smoothies, and then gotta take a poopy. That was not good. I'm sorry. Did you just see a pantsless little boy run by? Let me give you some of this sweet ass. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. It's showtime, and I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean, time for a show. What's up, Brovid19? That's what I'm calling all my friends now. Is that cool? or is that I like, like it. I like being called Brovid. Is that, I'm not calling you that. I'm uh, saying all my friends. Well, now I'm sad. Uh, now I'm mad you that I'm not your Brovid. You can't use that word. You're not cool enough. You're not uh, cool what? enough to say it. It just sounded horrible coming out of your mouth. Brovid? Yo, what, like, up, what up, Brovid? What up, Brovid19? That's yeah. cool. Not when you say it, though. Oh. Either of you. What up? <laughs> What the fuck? Are you sure you don't want to get stunned? I'm still... I don't want to get stunned. What about That's the fucking terrifying. The the yeah, I don't that. fuck with that shit. <laughs> Drizz? Yeah, it's just fucking sparkly and shit. I don't do sparkly. Yeah, yeah, you'll be sparkler, sparklier than ever. Don't keep uh, talking to him. Eventually, you'll convince him, and that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't anyone drinking anymore? Why am I the only one drinking? What do you want? Memories or something? I do. I want to. I want to oh. remember the shows. I just kind of. I, I I don't know. I did a, a, a lot. A lot of the shows we've done, I just forget, and yeah, I just feel what, like I do better. That's what being like, an adult is. That's what being an adult. Especially a man, you forget a lot. You know, I forgot I did that. I, I'm not sorry. I mean, it's not like I'm. I'm not entertaining either way. So it doesn't really make that. The big Drizz songs are a little better. Yeah. What were you drinking? <laughs> that coffee? Uh yeah, a black oh. coffee. No cream, no sugar, just black. That's racist. No, it's not. It's. For the blacks. Uh, gotta give a shout out, and I think this is the only woman who ever said and will say that she wants to see your face more. Uh, at Melody Aaron, <clears throat> M E L O D E Aaron on Twitter. Uh, she's deaf, and she oh. watches. Um, she has a program, but she said the the program isn't the greatest for like captioning. Oh, okay. So when she watches on YouTube. Is is easier for her to like read lips? And oh, so sometimes I'm like out of camera. I guess is ah uh, your mic is in front of your face, which is oh. normally I think what like ninety most people want ninety nine percent people want. But oh, <laughs> I'm sorry if the people have to see that more. What uh, you've been playing uh, playing video games? I just finished Uncharted Four. It was fucking phenomenal. Cool. 
So is it, is it the end of the Uncharted Have series? Have you ever played uh, Uncharted? No, I played I Tomb Raider, but you. I didn't... I yeah, no, it's much Tomb better. Raiders. It's much better. I don't know if it's better, but uh, I love the series. It's uh, their exclusive PlayStation, and uh, it was Thief's End. So uh, I was, like, really dreading the last chapter, especially that's called The Thief's End. But, uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't fucking die, so fuck cool. anyone who hasn't but played is, it. But is his story, like, wrapped up, or do you think they're going to keep uh, popping him out? Well, no, they made one other one. I don't know. I'd love to see. Like, I, I don't know what the one other one is. Like, it's an extra one they made after that, and I, I bought it, but I didn't uh, play it yet, so... Uh, okay, I'm like, it's not, not Uncharted right 5, it's, like, Uncharted... No, it's, like, a, a whole different story, a whole different person, um... But at the end, uh, him and Elena, who's his wife, uh, which is hilarious because I was telling Ryder about it, and she's like, fuck, you have a wife to answer to in the game? <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking, had me laughing for days. But um, they have a daughter, so I'd love to see them make a, another one with the daughter. Oh, uh, cool. Which would be cool shit. And I, I can't even talk to you. Like, you fucking suck. There's some of the best characters, like Sullivan. Sully, he's the best. He's like this old dude. He basically like raised you. All the different games show like different like flashbacks from when you're a kid. This one has a lot to do with your brother, and that's fucking cool. Is it like a like a Tomb Raider thing? Like, are you uncovering Almost. like tombs and treasures and stuff? Uh, the Lost. Uh, what was that? Off the top of my head, uh, the city of Shambhala. The uh, there was uh, some biblical motherfucker. Yeah, it's always so. He's like, like a that. treasure. This hunter one is Avery, Captain Avery's treasure. The best fucking thing is uh. Oh my god, like, they were obsessed, I'm trying to do this quick, uh, they were obsessed since they were kids with, uh, this pirate Captain Avery, they kind of found out their mother was also investigating it, she basically the same thing what they do, uh, they were investigating it, they were in South America, their whole thing was, uh, getting to this prison, because supposedly there was a clue on the prison grounds, so they paid off this, like, uh, warden and all to get in there, and so uh, they do find the thing, and the warden just figured out what they were doing, and he wanted a bigger cut, so the third guy that was working with you... Just killed the warden. Oh, wow. So now you're wanted and you're fucking running and uh, your brother gets shot. You think he dies. And then he comes back like years later with this fucking wild story about this like drug dealer that like busted him out. And he's only got three months to find the treasure. So then you go and, and blah, blah, blah. You find it. Um, But it's crazy. It's always like you, you think you found it. But no, you just found like a clue to find another clue to find another clue. Sounds really cool. Um, the best things in it were at the end. Uh... The, the pirate ship graveyard. That was fucking awesome. Cool. And, uh, oh my god, you find out, like, this fucking pirate, he created this, uh, colony in, like, South America somewhere. And the whole, uh, ploy of it was, uh, all pirates come, come live here and we'll live in, like, fucking peace and prosperity. And then you kind of find out he, like, lured them there to kill them all. Wow. And take their fucking treasures. And as you're going through the, um, the, the mansions in this, uh, the main town and all, um, you fucking walk into, I, I think it's his, like, the guy right under him. Uh, you walk into, like, the ballroom, and there's all these dead pirate corpses and, like, empty drinks. So they all, like, got poison, and then you kind of find out that they turned on each other and, and everything. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. There's, like, when you're going through his escape tunnel and shit, there's all these different rooms. And it's, like, these, uh, there'll be a plaque, and it'll say, these are all the, the mouths that talk badly about about me and it's all like jaws hanging like human wow. jaws just hanging from the fucking ceiling and shit and there's all sorts of That's fucking sick cool. shit like that it's awesome it's awesome but uh where's the coronavirus update i think there's a video yes there's a video uh, i think on like masks or something uh, jesus christ it's fucking ridiculous well, let me make sure everyone can infuriating. see infuriating so yeah this is the uh coronavirus update for the week 
Yeah. I want to say too, uh, even just before this, I've been thinking like about some people, even coworkers, and you know, just people in general. So many people, I love the masks. Like you're ugly. Just keep that shit covered. Just keep that dog shit covered. All those whatever you got, those fucking skin tags or moles or whatever, <laughs> right. or just your ugly horse fucking mouth in, in the first place. So like some people, I'm like, thank God. I hope yeah. the fucking masks stay forever. And it's just like wearing an extra piece of clothing, to be honest. Like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. All right, here we go. Some it is. Oh, now, hunters have gathered here in front of the Washington County Administration building, calling for the end of a mask mandate, saying they are tired of not living their normal lives. Oh, goddamn. No more masks. No more Muzzle is on the sign. I could be there. I could be like an extra cop with my taser. And the tyranny. Like we're being tyranny. What does the little dumb kid? Or stating that asymptomatic carriers simply do not exist. And they cannot be forced to wear masks anywhere as citizens of the United States. If we want to wear a mask, that's fine. We can take care of ourselves. Some rally attendees say they shouldn't wear masks if they have any medical issues or mental health concerns or if they feel they simply can't breathe when george floyd was saying i can't ah, breathe and then he died dark, and now dark, we're dark. wearing a mask and we say i can't breathe okay, okay, but okay, we're okay. being forced to wear it anyway but many say that they believe <laughs> in all cases masks <laughs> jeopardize kids health not parents your are neck demanding they have the stupid. right to decide what to do with you can pull children. the mask away I'll if you need to breathe right yeah oh what's this old cunt saying most child molesters Really? Really? Love that. Do they love their little their, their victims they wearing the, the mask or them wearing the mask? And we went out to ask them to move, and they uh, attempted to storm the school building. The school board is implementing oh, the governor's recent order that face shields alone are not enough. And if a parent is adamant that their child cannot wear a mask or a shield, they must fill out a form, including a doctor's note, so the district can review it. In St. George, Katie Kraus. Okay, and I feel like that didn't that probably was in place before the fucking protest. So yeah, no, like, I, there's so many other options too. You got the homeschooling, the the uh, online bullshit. I and I like how that. the the one lady's like, "Oh, we want our normal lives I, back." Like, uh, wearing a mask has changed your life. Dramatically. I just can't believe, yeah, the, the 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 comparison to George Floyd and and the child molesters. Line. <laughs> oh my, what? The like, George Floyd one didn't even make sense because mm -hmm. she's like, George Floyd said he couldn't breathe and then he died. We say we can't breathe and uh, we still gotta wear a mask. Like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Oh, I, wanna, I, I had it written down, too. Uh, what are, have you seen, like, I've seen some of the most ridiculous masks from this mask is as useless to my governor oh, no, to like, a lot of Trump and, like, uh, Trump 2020 and MAGA ones, but the most ridiculous one I fucking saw. And I just wanted to break the guy's nose, like, punch him as soon as I saw was an InfoWars fucking mask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Alex out. Jones mask. <laughs> it should have said, like, you're going to space jail or some shit. Like, it should have said something. Lizard rapist. I don't know. What the... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have assumed that they would have all not been wearing a mask because they probably think the coronavirus uh, is like a hoax made up by the aliens yeah. or some shit. And uh, the best uh, I saw yesterday, you know, you always see this, the great uh, Trump stickers on cars. This fucking asshole driving a Chrysler 300, not on the bumper, had it on the back. So that, that ruins a fucking car when you put the bumper sticker on like the paint and shit. And it was like every Trump sticker ever. It was like everyone. It was all the MAGA and, and Trump 20s, whatever ones. And uh, then there was CNN fake news. And then there was, uh, what was the other one there? Oh, yeah. The motherfucker even had a Space Force sticker. Like, really? <laughs> I feel like, fuck. 
You are a fucking dummy. Oh my god. Especially that you ruin any car with any fucking bumper stickers is stupid. But then to have everyone all over the fucking over paint there. and all. It was like, yeah, all like right on, on the trunk. It's like, holy shit. I was trying to see who it was. I couldn't like pull up that fast. It was either like an old douchebag or like a Slambo. Or a Slambo. Or a Slambo. Yeah. Where is Slambo? Is he dead to COVID? Or? I assume so. I haven't oh, heard actually, from him I, at I, all. I think I had a Slambo sighting. Ooh, I mean, he does have that exciting. typical like white trash tuck it in look. Yeah. Like there are a lot of like inbred looking guys like him. Uh, but I swear to God, I saw him with a heavy lady at Wawa the other night <laughs> and a fat kid. Like, so maybe he's been, like, raising, uh, uh, maybe he's had, like, a family all these years. I love that it's a heavy lady and her fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> a thick broad and a fat, fat little kid. fucking chungus of a son. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, so it was either, and I was, like, looking at them and, like, him and, like, I, he looked at me, but I couldn't tell for sure. Oh, he didn't have the big stupid beard, though. I couldn't tell. And he didn't have his dumb, like... Ripped off denim jacket. Well, it's a new Slambo. He's I, not. I don't you know. know. Maybe that's family Slambo. Yeah, Maybe that's flam. Flam. Fam- that could be why he's Fam-blo. not doing the show anymore because he Fam-blo. fell in love. And yeah, yeah. No, I think he's been just radio. raising. He's had this kid. The kid looked ten, so I think he's had this <laughs> for like ten years, and he's just, just like been keeping a secret. Yeah, he he's been double dealing, but finally he got God or something. Or finally he like had a, a change of consciousness. He's like, I just gotta raise this fat kid. Just gotta <laughs> raise gotta... this fucking fat kid. It's Corona. Now like, I'm gonna be a real. I gotta father. be a real dad. Yeah. <laughs> I was rubbing shit on my bed, and like he's like, I can't let this kid find that video of tub porn or whatever it was. I, did. I won't be surprised if Slambo never comes back that we don't mm. get like an email from him down the line or a text message. That's like, could you guys remove all that belly porn stuff? <laughs> oh no, you really feel like that? It's gonna go. It's gonna go I kind of see it. I can see it going that route. It's Look, guys, I got a uh, what's, what's that shit he used to work for the airport. Uh, <laughs> I got a government job. I got a gov- You got to take that down. I got a government job. <laughs> TSA job. TSA, it's gonna be that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, what a cunt. What a cunt. He's definitely not a brovid nineteen anymore. Where is, have you tried any uh, the the McDonald's meal? The Travis Scott meal is the best fucking burger I've ever had from McDonald's. It's a uh, quarter pounder. With like bacon and pickles and it just, I didn't think I was going to like it that much, but all the shit on it makes it so good. Cool. So L- good. Lettuce and onions too, or just. I, yeah, it had okay. all the, well, normally like does the, Like onions, what a deluxe burger lettuce. would have, I guess, like tomato. And, yeah. And I guess right, cool. it was like, the, the best thing was like, I watched the story, like there was a YouTube video or whatever. And it's like the, the, the meal, like the McDonald's by him growing up made him this burger every day. Oh, so like cool. it became his burger. So like they, I guess they're, uh. They're doing that with him, and it's got um, and I always love doing it. I always love the barbecue for the fries. I always love dipping that shit in there. So that comes with that and a sprite. That's awesome. So it's six bucks, six fucking bucks. Go try it, assholes. Do you have to get it with the sprite? Like, what if you want to? They were saying that, but when I went, they asked me what drink I wanted, and I'm like, I I, I love sprite. I usually get a sprite, and they were like, we're out of sprite, probably from that oh. meal. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take a coke. I'll take a coke. So I'm pretty. Well, it's not sure. a Travis Scott meal. Pretty, you no, I gotta go back. I gotta yeah. go back. Take me back now. Fucking, do we have time for uh Yeah, for let's do it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. What other uh, exciting things do you have going on? Slim? I went to a movie theater yesterday to in the middle of a pandemic. Jerk off? Yes. What did you um, see? We saw Tenet, uh, Christopher Who's Nolan's we? more. Uh, me, my buddy Jay, and our friend Dakota. Oh, I thought you we, had a fat girl and nah, a kid No, no fat girl and a kid. God damn it. So we, we went at like 2 o'clock. To see what? And, uh, to see Tenet. 
It's a new Christopher Nolan film. I'll, I'll Christopher give you a Walken? little bit. Christopher Walken. Oh, uh, Christopher Nolan. He's the dude that I'm did like the. Christopher uh, Walken over he here. He did the Dark Knight, Batman movies, Inception. You know, the dream within a dream within a dream. Yeah, really dumb, boring, long Inners. movie. That's what this this I liked it, but Is it? this movie Tenet was it was very long Inception. and kind of boring, but it had to deal with time travel, and he had a really oh. cool concept of time travel. Yeah. Just the short of it was the like idea. Too many rape school or, or not no. as cool, but like close. But the idea idea was that somebody in the future created this thing called inversion which it ca- can make somebody Wait, go the, backwards the, the t2000 is he in this because i fucking love that motherfucker no t3000 one no, of them none t4, of those 000? no no robots mr t is no he in just it? some russian guy like the russian guy is the bad guy like the guy from uh, uh rocky yeah, like yeah it's like he like yeah he's <laughs> he's like he's the, the main villain in it, but there's some cool shit visually because there's like a scene where the the uh, hero is fighting an enemy soldier and Wait, the is soldier it superheroes or what? I thought it was people renting an apartment building tenants. No, it's uh, no tenant is uh, ten forward and then ten backwards. What? Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you so flipped would over the lower ten, uh, it would just twin it wouldn't be tenant. Twin nudes. <laughs> But, we should make Twan Nudes, <laughs> the movie. But so there were a couple of really cool scenes, and there's a scene where the hero is fighting um, a bad guy and the, an enemy soldier, and the enemy soldier is moving in reverse. So he's, like, moving forward, but the dude he's fighting is, like, being round, and it's Is cool, he really doing it in real life? Is it, like, is he, like, slow motion? Because he can't really walk it's, backwards. It, it's not fast. slow motion. It's, like, walking backwards, or he's, so like, reversed. sliding backwards. Like, the enemy is moving backwards, but you're moving forward. It's just, like, rewinding like that, a movie? Yeah, so, like... Eventually, Why the main character. Whose power is I'm going to make you walk backwards? It, it's the uh, in, in the future they created this thing called inversion, and inversion oh, reverses to entropy. <laughs> can reverse. Was it like the, the backwards of... man from Freddy Got Fingered? Because that's cool. Uh, I don't know. I never seen Freddy Got Fingered. What the fuck? <laughs> Why not? It's the funniest fucking movie ever. But yeah, so that's uh, I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But I liked it. It's very oh, complex. There was there was a lot of dialogue, and I was kind of like I didn't understand fucking any of it. But I don't after, understand any of this. After it I sucks. I watched it, like, oh, I read that made sense. Yeah, because I twelve YouTube I, videos. I did. I watched like twelve YouTube uh, videos, read a couple of articles, one of those and, movies. and now I'm like, oh, now it makes perfect sense. So it's but, Inception two. Yeah, but without dreams is time travel instead it's of dreams. Yeah, that's it's basically like, the same right. goddamn thing. No, it's not. Yes. Dreams and time are different. No. All no, right, no, you're no, right. No, <laughs> it's kind of the same, the same movie. Thing. It could just be different dumb <laughs> dreams. But, like, cars were going in reverse instead of going forward. Yay. <laughs> Gives a shit. And bullets, like when they shoot guns. This is instead of, than instead your of, summer stories. Instead of firing the bullet, the bullet gets sucked out of the wall and back into the gun. It's like yeah. a reverse gun. Like if I shot you with a reverse gun, the bullet would hit you in the back of the head. Yeah, it would come out of the wall. And I'd be fine you know, though. I, I wouldn't. Well, no, because be it would no. it would it would go through you and it would no. hit you reverse. No, it would come out of my head and I'd be yeah. fucking back to normal. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. It would, wouldn't it? Because it would reverse. Yeah. Oh fuck! This is too complex. We gotta go on break. You fucking suck. <laughs> oh. It was good. If you like complicated movies, go see. No, Tenet. I don't. I, I, I want a real movie that I can enjoy and not have to watch twelve hours of YouTube to understand. I like that shit. Yeah, no, you're. But right. I, I could tell you the whole plot of. Did Tenet. your buddies like it too? Yeah, no? they liked it. Well, oh, my my buddy Jay, my buddy group. Jay actually understood it like oh, more than he's I smart? did. Yeah, he's a little smarter than I am. So he. <laughs> Why like, does he do a show with me? Then? He he explained most of it. Uh, after it, and then there were some things he didn't get that I learned later on by oh, reading like fifteen you articles. It. You like BL? So. Were you like? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but nobody was in the movie theater. I don't think anybody is going to movie theaters. Like we were in nah. the lobby for 20 minutes because we got there early and I wanted a coffee. And they're like, this thing's not even on. I was like, I don't coffee. care. Who gets Make coffee me a coffee. It was, like 11, it was like 1 o'clock in I the afternoon. I feel like that's going to be like a McDonald's coffee. coffee. Like a <laughs> shitty fast food coffee. It wasn't a good coffee. That's why but you I waited, coffee at Wawa on the way. <laughs> but I waited 20 minutes for it. And we waited in the lobby for 20 minutes. And nobody came into that fucking theater. And when we sat down, there was nobody in there. And they tried telling us that even though there was no one in there, they wanted us to wear our mask the whole time. But we what? just we took no, them off. No, I would have that down. I would have it on shut, maybe yeah. my chin or not even. <laughs> as soon as they shut the door. But like, you know how they come in and they inspect you? As soon as we heard that door how? opened, all of us threw our mask back on. How is it like working? Like, uh, do you have to... S- are you allowed to sit near each other if you're together? And then they didn't say that we couldn't. So like me and my buddy sat together, and our one friend sat. Yeah, if there's across. nobody else what, in there, there's no reason to have a mask. On. What they said is that if there are other people in the theater, they want you to distance each yourself. Oh yeah, and that would, I, I would. For and sure. they were like, it's pretty easy because we aren't getting any business. Yeah, <laughs> there's like nobody's really coming out. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I don't even think there's anything that good. I mean, obviously, with what you saw, I don't think there's anything that good. There out. was like three movies playing, That's and it, it was funny. Like Holy it was, shit. it was uh, like you look at the board where they show the movies, and it was just Tenet, 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 and then like did you go one the, showing of New Mutants? Did you go to the one here? The one in Manahawken, Yeah. Have they dropped the price at all? Like no, I mean, they've still, always been overpriced, and I, I don't mind. Like I'll go there because the closest thing is like 30 minutes away but still like it's like well I actually don't know because it was a free movie because my buddy's buddy had oh. like free tickets somebody to go blew to a guy <laughs> yeah somebody blew a guy named Slim <laughs> yes was the blower not the blowy but All right. there's a lot of people are just releasing movies on demand why don't we get and, a movie in that end why don't right? we just release yeah, a movie why do should. you put this why don't you fucking burn this <laughs> just give it to them and just go bring it to the movie theater and be like fucking bring play this bitch there is like some weird shit like there's a, a movie called the history of David Copperfield that's playing like once every day playing at like 6 30 every day that's I have no not clue interesting like, and i don't give a shit no <laughs> but are you gonna go, like see? You should go see it you should go, go see, see it. the history of david for next week. yeah yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> oh well, i guess we're going on break yeah we definitely are we'll be back if this plays this, this, this is hollywood actor. we'll be back in reverse <laughs> Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. We, we all met when me and Slim were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. He had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? 
hit pause on the porn, and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. Where's uh, the Drizz Sings? Oh, I guess it's starting the next song. Cool. Uh, yeah, with a cool beat. Not cool enough for the Drizz. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Hey, You're right. The sober, the sober, day. sober dress sucks. Oh, <laughs> sober slim sucks. <laughs> I got more stories than drunk slim. Uh, yeah, more boring, <laughs> lame ones. All right, where's uh that music? Let's see. Dress sings. He better bring something decent. He what? what at least fucking make the coffee like ex- double espresso shots. Right, just as a little bit. Or at least do the what I, what I planned years ago. Uh, we got to make a pot of coffee instead of water. Use a pot of coffee, so it's like fucking you have a heart attack. Oh, okay. And get tased. Mm. You got the song. I do. Or, or not you, the other one. Yeah, yeah. I always got the song to my head. Ooh, I have to tell you, I know every rap song out there by heart. Ooh. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Rockstar. The baby. Woo! Woo! I pull up like... How you pull up, baby? How you pull up? Ow! How you pull up? I pull up. Drift in the kitchen. Let's go. Brand new Lamborghini. Fuck a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Yeah. 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 Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar. Bitch, this is a Glock. Whoa. My Glock told me to promise you gun. Squeeze me. Whoa. You better let me go the day you need me, woo! 
Soon as you up on me, that nigga get to bustin'. Woo. And if I ain't enough, go get the chop. It's safe to say I earned it. Ain't a nigga give me nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to hop out on a nigga, get to bustin'. Now you hard me say, you play, you lay, don't make me push the button for a pain. Dropped enough tears to fill up a fucking bucket. Going for buckets. I brought I bought a chopper. Got a big drum. It hold a hundred. Ain't gonna for nothing. I'm ready to air it out on all these niggas. I can see I'm running. Just talk to my mama. She hit me on FaceTime. Just to check up on me and my brother. I'm really the baby. She know that her youngest son was always guaranteed to get the money. Okay, let's go. So know that her baby boy was always guaranteed to get the loot. She know what I do. She know for I run for a nigga. I'm pull it out and shoot. Boom. PTSD. I'm always waking up in cold sweats like I got the flu. My daughter, G, she saw me kill a nigga in front of her because before the age of two. And I'll kill another nigga too. For I let another nigga do something to her. Long as you know that, don't let nobody tell you different. Daddy love you. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Brand new Lamborghini. Fuck a cop car with the pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar. Bitch, this a Glock. Woo. My Glock told me to promise you gone. Squeeze me. Woo. You better let me go the day you need me. Woo. Soon as you up on me on that nigga, get that two bustin'. Woo. Yeah. And if I ain't enough, go get that chop. Keep a Glocky. When I hide in the suburb, cause the codeine had a young nigga swerving. I got the mop. Watch me wash him like detergent, and I'm ballin'. That's why it's diamonds on my jersey. Slide on, oops, side, and flip the block back. Yeah, yeah. My junior popped him and left him lopsided. Yeah, yeah. We spun his block. Got to rebound, then it's Rodman. You fool me one time, you can't cross me again. 1200 horsepower, I get lost in the wind. If you talking on the ride, yard, the pen, dogs, take his chin. Maybach SUV for my refugees. Buy blocks in the hood, put money in the streets. I was solo when the ups caught me at the gas station. Had it on me, 30,000. Thought it was my last day, but they ain't even wanna smoke. No smoke. If I had to choose it, murder what she wrote. Let's go, brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. With the pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever met a real nigga rock star? This ain't no guitar, bitch, this ain't Glock. Woo, my Glock told me to promise you gone, squeeze me, woo. You better let me go the day you need me, woo. Soon as you up on that nigga, get to bustin', woo. And if I ain't enough, go get the chop. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> he just inserted a woo at the end of that. Oh, is that to be catchphrase? Is that going to go on TMR? <laughs> woo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those are easier when I'm drunk. Like it's it's definitely hard doing that sober. <laughs> Yeah, you'd need to get drunk, as I told you. It might be. I might, I might have to just do like what I did towards the end of last season where I just like had two drinks at the beginning and then stopped drinking once the guest came on. Oh, I thought you did like four martinis. Or, or four or five martinis. On, on every break. <laughs> yeah. There uh, was some days last year that I was just fucking gone. Drunk since you woke up. <laughs> yeah. Or never went to bed. Where's uh, Too Many Rapes? Uh, after Rapes. Rape Fan. That's this episode. Yeah. Too many rapes after rapes. Rape man. Uh, let's see. Make sure I got my script. Got it. Got it. You got yours, Driz? I got Phantom Boner? Yeah. After President Tubestakes refunded the Rapesville police force with all the sweet Nazi gold that he and the sexy little fembot plundered over the summer, Officer Greaser hit the streets to maintain a little law and order. Five minutes after leaving the precinct, he pulled over a white van with the words RAPE VAN spray-painted across the back doors. War finally over, and the planet saved. Captain Francis Tubestakes of Rape Force seized control of the White House using the documents signed by Tronald Dump, forfeiting the entire country to him. He renamed it the United Rapes of America, beginning a new era never before seen. This is the story of After Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. After approaching the van, Officer Greaser spoke. Oh, what is the meaning of this van? Me may have to commandeer it for new police van. Yo, yo, monkey cop. This is my sweet new R-A-P-E van. That stands for really awesome penis ejaculation van. Now all the hunks who live here can jump in the back and rape my sweet little asshole for a low price that goes into funding my new album. You know the vibes? Yeah. Oh, that pretty good plan, shitty rapper. But do you have paperwork for Rape Van? Yo, 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 of course I don't, you hairy cunt. I felt kind of bad last week because I haven't seen my grandmother in like 25 years. So I went to visit her this morning to borrow some of that old bitch's money for my new Brovin 19 album. And she was fucking dead. So I took her van and spray painted those cool words on the back. And here I am. You know the vibes? Yeah. Oh, that fucked up story, douchebag. Me going to go back to 
my car and decide if me want to just rape you, kill you, and take the van, or let President and Smart Fembot figure out what to do about this. But either way, me going to jerk off first. You wait here. After Phantom Boner waited 10 minutes while Greaser masturbated furiously in his cop car while the whole thing shook violently, a sweaty Officer Greaser walked back to the, the rape, rape van and instructed him to follow him back to the White House. When they walked back into the Oval Office, they were greeted by President Tubestakes and the Fembot. God damn it, Greaser. Did you spend all that Nazi gold already? <laughs> or does the stupid rapper have a new plan to grow a dick? <laughs> oh, that's a good one, baby. Or maybe they broke into Doc Rapenstein's old lab and they switched bodies. <laughs> You might want to keep that under wraps, Mr. President. I think that may be next week's episode. Oh, fuck. That's right, little girl. I may have had a few too many presidential cocktails today. Oh, well, anyway, what the fuck do you two assholes want? Oh. Me pull over creepy rapper in his rape van, Mr. President, and me not know what to do because he have no paperwork and may have killed his grandmother. Yo, yo, yo. That bitch was already dead when I found her. And she didn't have any money on her corpse, so I took her sweet rape van to raise money with my asshole for my new Brovin 19 CD. Last I checked, that's not a crime, and either is a sweet new song I wrote. Guys! Guys! Guys just wanna have fun, sticking their big hard dicks in my asshole while in the back of my rape van. Yeah, that's right, guys. Guys, come into my rape van. Well, you can rape me, don't worry, I won't rape you because I like dicks in my ass. I don't like putting my dick in other people's ass. That makes me feel like a man and I want to feel like a little bitch. So come into my rape van because you know what, guys? Guys, they just want to have fun by raping my sweet little asshole in the back of my rape van. Ooh, and ejaculate. Ooh, I want to do ejaculate in my asshole in my rape van. Because that's what the E is at the end of rape in my rape van. It's ejaculation. Yeah, guys! Guys! Well, seeing as how neither of us give a rat's ass about any of that dumb shit, we're gonna go leave and see that new badass Steve Coulter movie. And hopefully we never see you idiots ever again. <laughs> Oh, me let you off with warning this time, Phantom Boner. But next time, me rape you. Yo, yo, yo. Then you better bring a sweet chunk of that Nazi gold with you. Then, you dumb son of a bitch. This ass ain't free. You know the vibes? 
That's a good title for a song too. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. That too many shitty song and too many rapes. Sweet. Yeah, see guys, sometimes when it comes to real life experience, I don't need to be drunk to drop a dash. Da I can't even talk. You said you had a dick though. You don't have a dick. I feel like if you were drunk, oh, you'd you, just, you didn't have you a would've, dick. Would've, you would have known. But yeah. he has a phantom dick though. It's only around crystals that are only in outer space. Oh. That, they're not even in there anymore. <laughs> are they? No, I don't think so. Exactly. All right, we'll be back with some drizzle news. Where's uh, this? I actually got to be honest, no and I I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Time share. Uh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The childhood home. A stroll down memory lane for some. For others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now, he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. <coughs> Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders. Accidental killings and deaths. From toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. 
Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? And until next time, don't be scared. Where the fuck is Drizzle News? Out right here. Sweet. What do we got? We got, ah, uh, go down. I don't even know. I like this know. one. Yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, what else? Uh, what's, what's that? Louisiana? Yeah, that flappy chin. The flappy chin is why I picked it. And uh, Delaware. All right. I guess. Let's see, where's this? Got it. Fourteen-year-old hunter. Uh, what happened, Drizzy? Uh, killed in a corn chopper. Accident after falling asleep in a Michigan field. That's why you don't hunt when you're fourteen. So, right, Drizzy? Yo, who the fuck hunts corn? What's he, little chopped up corn pieces now? What's it called? He kills the bits or something, huh? You get it? A teenage hunter in Michigan who apparently fell asleep in a cornfield was killed in a tragic accident involving a corn chopper. According to local reports, Chopper Bunga. The 14-year-old boy had been dropped off in a field to hunt deer in uh, Chandler Township. That's what you get for killing Bambi, you little son of a bitch. The Huron County Sheriff's Officer said, according to MLive, is that like M. Night Shyamalan's new news station? Yeah, it's real twisty. Oh, okay, I got you. Got a good point there, Driz. Authorities believe he fell asleep at some point. And on uh, early Saturday, 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 a 25-year-old man who did not know anyone was in his bed arrived to finish harvesting the field. Uh, well, he thought wrong, right, Driz? Uh, he was like, what is this corn? This is yeah. different. I've never seen corn like this yeah, before. You dumb 25-year-old. The man reported he ran over the boy with his crone corn chopper. I wonder if that has anything to do with coronavirus, right, Driz? Uh, corona chopper. I heard it's starting the corn some, too. According to uh, ABC affiliate, WJRT in Cincinnati. We found him shortly after calling call for help. Uh, sheriff's deputies and rescuers respond to the scene around 9 a.m., but the boy from nearby Elton was reportedly pronounced dead at the scene for the win. That farmer was like, that's what you get for hunting my corn. I wonder if he ate a piece of that corn, Andres. Yeah, that's probably why he fell asleep. He Maybe got stuffed. He's one of those guys that like masks. I heard they yeah. like little kids like that. The hunter's identify identity has not been revealed, but uh, the autopsy is set to be conducted on... Uh, here in county, medical examiner's office, according to my channel on. What about, uh, who's that big green giant? Jolly green giant, Chris. Why don't you let him do the autopsy? Yeah. You ever have that cream corn? I heard that's your favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite. I love cream corn. Yeah, you're a scumbag, you son of a bitch. I have, like, 40 cans of it. Judge found guilty of sex crimes against teenage daughter's friends, Driz. Yeah. You know what his chin reminds me of, don't you? 
Now I was chimmer my It looks a little wavy to me, right, Drew? Yeah. I thought you hated that guy, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I used to, but I haven't seen him in a while, so you know, I kinda like him not being here, and I think that maybe I like him because he's not here. I heard you sucked yeah. him off and I gave you a few movie tickets. Yeah. A Louisiana judge is running for re-election, and he was found guilty Saturday, 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 of multiple counts of sex crimes against three young women, Driss. Not two, but three. As young as 14, that's fucking young, right, Driss? Yeah, they shouldn't have been wearing masks. Or maybe he was. Uh, they were friends with his daughters. St. John Parish Judge Jeff Perillo was convicted on three felony counts of indecent behavior with a juvenile and a fourth count of misdemeanor sexual battery after prosecutors accused him of God grooming the girls. What does that mean? He yeah, he was just crushing their hair. That's it. I'm what hair, Driz? Uh, the hair on top of their head. What else would you brush? One of the victims, a 15-year-old girl, is identified herself as Perillo's daughter's best friend. Accused the judge, 53, of giving her a back massage for the win in May of uh, June 2017. According to Nolacom, she also groped her breast during one assault for 15 to 20 seconds. That's a little too much, Andres. Uh, I'm sure he was just giving her a back massage and his hand slipped. I'm sh Did he get you off uh, the hook for anything of that? Yeah. Uh, she also accused of Driz. And then a 14-year-old girl claimed Perry Perry Periwinkle forced her to let him rub sunscreen on her. What do you say, Driz? You got you gotta let me rub that screen on you? Or you're gonna get can canker? Cancer? Yeah. It sounds like a Driz song. Yeah. A third woman, uh, 17 at the time, testified, uh... He was only wearing underwear and applied Vicks Vapor Rubs. Vicks Vapor Rubs, uh, across the top of her press. What's that about, Driz? My uncle was like, hey, Driz, just pull down your pants so I can love this sunscreen on your balls so they don't get sunburned. And I was like, okay, uncle. Ooh. Got a good point there, Driz. <laughs> what a creep. Fuck it. Oh. Oh, yuck. Delaware woman charged with assaulting police for the wind, Driz. Yeah. Is that you kind of a woman? Yeah, it is. I love a woman that assaults a police officer. An I officer thought you loved the all, all the bumps on her face. Well, that too. She's very bumpy. And the bags under her eyes. Yeah. She's bumpy and baggy. Yeah. A Delaware woman is charged with assaulting police after they responded to a home where she was allegedly threatening another resident. The Michelle Henderson, 43 years young, was allegedly found extremely drunk and to the point uh, and threw a cell phone at one of the state troopers and then bit one of the troopers according to the release yeah. what did he look like a piece of corn there Driss troopers originally responded uh, shortly after midnight to Cedar Village Mobile Home Park in Lincoln Delaware where the subject uh, had repeatedly swung a kitchen knife at another person during an argument that person was not injured but who won the argument Driss Obviously, the person with the kitchen knife. Damn right there, yeah. Driz. Trooper said uh, Henderson was uncooperative the whole time. And at one point, tried to leave the home and get in the pickup truck. But what's the crime there, Driz? The crime was she was trying to get in a pickup truck. Who the fuck does that? You got a good point yeah. there, Driz. Trooper said uh, Henderson was uncooperative, and I read that already. Then she was handcuffed after a brief struggle and taken to police vehicles, uh, said the police. Well, of course that's what they're going to say. That's their vehicles, I just... I got a new song I just wrote. It's called My Lumpy and Baggy Girl with a Kitchen Knife. She bit one of the trooper's yeah. forearms, causing bleeding, and then uh, while he was trying to buckle her in the seat, that's when it happened, motherfuckers. She also uh, remained disorderly and tried to kick out of the back windows of the police vehicle. 
think that could be a song? Yeah. You should break her out and get her on a track there, Driz. She's charged with aggravated menacing. Police uh, possessing a deadly weapon while committing a felony, second degree assault, causing injury to law enforcement officers and resisting arrest and failing to comply with the photos and fingerprints and criminal mischief. That's a lot of shit. Yeah, all I know is Aggravated Menacing's my new rap song. Yo, I'm an aggravated menace and I'm gonna do some aggravated menacing. Calls like that. You need to drink more whiskey, Driz. I figured you would have at least able to fill in the last couple seconds of that song. The music. <laughs> the songs are too short when he's sober. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, definitely the last bunch. Megan. Okay. Um, <clears throat> B. No. Oh, oh right. Uh, B. What was the other one? Go up. Little. Uh, yeah, B-E-H. This one or that one? B-E-H-R oh. in Great Smoky Mountains. You okay. click it? Yeah. Jesus there was another Christ. one with the same thing. No, there wasn't. Yeah, there was. Nope. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Megan Fox and MGK, COVID cases, halt movie shoot. What? Production moves to California. Wait, where was it originally? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly have hit a bump in the road, not with their relationship, Bro, but so with their new fucking... movie. The, the other guy was right? The, the guy that left her? Uh, I guess so. Oh. <laughs> Which has been forced to shut down for a bit due to COVID-19. Um, oh, yeah, she got uh, accused of, of dating MGK, and she was like, nah, he's just a friend. Um, if you haven't heard, Megan and MGK met on the set of Midnight in Switchgrass earlier this year in Puerto Rico. Oh. As you've uh, definitely heard, they really hit it off, especially after filming stopped in March due to the pandemic. After several months off, the cast and crew got back at it in July on the Caribbean island after the movie Honchos worked to establish covid protocols to ensure everyone's safety according to a rep from the Pimita Film Co. From Panini? Panini Panini Bread Film Co. Despite all that, the rep tells TMZ two people still tested positive for COVID. We're told they were asystematic and immediately quarantined, but but production uh, decided to halt filming anyway. Now we're told director Randall Emmett is planning to rest, resume filming in Santa Barbara in the next few weeks with more stringent precautions in place. How do you film a movie like, are they all just going to be wearing masks in, in the movie? As for Megan and MGK, it yes. seems they'll still be together whenever filming resumes. As we've reported, the new couple's been practically inseparable this summer publicly yeah, dotting so on each other obviously. and even pairing up in a steamy music video. Yeah, they're probably the two people oh. that had it. Um, makes you wonder what their chemistry will be like in the movie, which also stars Bruce Willis and Emil Hirsch. Hirsch. Oh, good pronunciation. Hirsch. Um, 
right. <laughs> what? Read. Cardi B. Cardi B uh, files to divorce offset. Wants custody of culture. Is that the kid? I guess so. Cardi B is apparently uh, over her marriage to Offset. She just filed for divorce. TMZ has learned. Whoa. The rapper filed court docs in Georgia indicating she's seeking a dissolution of marriage. Cardi is listed as the plaintiff and Offset is listed as the defendant. She filed the paperwork on Tuesday. Ooh. There's also this according to the court docs obtained by TMZ. Cardi is seeking... uh, primary physical custody as well as legal custody of their two-year-old daughter culture i would have never thought that it was like a little girl (laughs) they named culture culture with a k culture uh she also wants offset to pay child support unclear how much though at this point no word on spousal support either for now at least she also makes clear in her docs that they're currently separated and there are no prospects for a reconciliation, Recon- whatever. Cardi is also reconciliation. Recon- <laughs> Cardi is also adamant in the docs she wants Offset to be ordered to pay her legal expenses. Uh. And guess this. And get this. It doesn't sound like there's a prenup because Cardi is asking for an equitable division of all marital assets. Somebody fucked up for both buddies. Yeah, Cardi and Offset were secretly wed in 2017 and shared their hitch status the year after. As we first reported, their nupties, nuptials, were nuptials. A, n- nuptials were a bit <laughs> unorthodox from the jump and almost went backward, publicly speaking. There's a At lot least you can blame it on uh, drinking. If you I know, right now it's just like uh, I can't read. Well, we always yeah. know it that I can't read. Go to the next. All right. Um, They're breaking up. They're breaking up, and she wants culture. Uh, Great Smoky Mountains. Bear found eating human remains. What? They're not all cuddly. <laughs> Wait, says who? Well, if the where human was, the, was dead already. Where was the human, though? Like, yeah, how did the human die? Right. Where was it originally? The bear looks cuddly to me. Wild bears are still very dangerous. Don't be, fooled. Don't be fooled by recent cute videos of the furry beast. Because they still have an appetite for human flesh. What? Here's the deal. Hikers in North Carolina's Great Smoky Mountains National Park came upon a grisly scene this weekend when they discovered a black bear chewing down on human remains. I'm not. I'm just saying that it's a bear and he's black, all right? That's it. He's just, mm. It's not a white bear. He's a black bear. All right, just so you know. Well, why, why can't the white bears do that, too? White bears don't eat people. What? That's racist. <laughs> The hikers say they were passing by what they thought was an abandoned campsite. Oh, it was abandoned. Around 7 yeah, p.m. Friday. Yeah, because the guy's dead and being <laughs> eaten by a bear. When they found human body parts scattered around the area with a bear scavenging on the remains. Yikes. Um, park officials say rangers arrived at campsite 82 shortly after midnight and found a dead adult man. And a bear, presumably the same one the hikers spotted, was actively scavenging on the remains. The bear is dead, 
Now two park rangers euthanized the wild. Why can't you just let the fucking bear eat? I know. Right? <laughs> like It's not that bear's fault. That fucking guy was already there. Exactly. And you don't know if the bear killed the guy. It just he was just eating a dead body. Uh, the bear is now two park rangers euthanized the wild animal. But officials say they have determined if the bear actually killed the man or Oh, they haven't determined if the bear actually killed the man or just stumbled upon his remains. So, if you don't know, you didn't have the evidence, you shouldn't have killed the bear. It's a stark contrast to the uh, black bear in Massachusetts, yeah. which gently woke up a man sleeping in his backyard. Oh, that's He's not cute. Foot. He was just like, hey, uh, get up. Ryder said you're like a sixth grader trying to get through a class presentation that he didn't <laughs> yeah. prepare for. <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> despite plenty of images of bears getting cozy with animals lately, the danger of wild animals is still very real. We had the bear. And uh, they all came out parking lot. Yeah, that summer. was cool. It was just like was climbing just a tree. In trees, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sent William the story, and uh, I forget how it said it. It was like Stafford. And he's William is like, is that the bear's name? And I'm like, no, but it is now. Stafford the bear. Stafford the bear. <laughs> yeah, some fucking dumb bear. Just got out and was just chilling in trees. It was so great. Yeah. What else happened? He didn't eat any Anyone? body parts. He uh, should have ate you. That's Wait. It. Yeah, maybe. Where's Slambo? We need Slambo. We need Wavy. Oh, you gonna reach out to him? No, no I will not. <laughs> Why not? Because uh, if he doesn't want to do the show anymore, he doesn't want to do the wow, show anymore. Wow, damn! We don't. We shouldn't have to call him and invite him over. You don't. Uh, he has to reach out to us. Negotiate with terrorists. Is That's that what you're it. Saying? I don't negotiate with terrorists. Ah, Therefore, nice. Slambo will never be back. Good. Where will he be? Probably starting his own podcast with some buddies or something. With who? With some of his buddies, you know? He might be like, oh, I want to do a show. So oh, that you know, got like exciting. In, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, all right, we'll be back. We'll be back in a few with, uh, who are we going to be with? Uh, Kendall and Corey from the Adiverse Podcast. Um, Nadine and Marissa had a switch, so JMI will be at 8. And then Nadine and Marissa, who is Nabila from Walking Dead, will be on at 8.30. All right, cool. This is Sam from the Team Left Jab United Radio Network, and you are listening to the only guys who do a show like Stern, Imus, and Opening Anthony used to do, The Rob and Slim Show, uncensored, unapologetic, in a world full of bitches. Hello. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Kendall and Corey from the Adiverse Podcast, correct? Yes. What's up? What's up, guys? guys? It's about time we've had you on. Yeah. It's about time. The infamous <laughs> Robin Slim that is gracing the front of my computer screen. <laughs> Goddamn, how long have you guys been doing your show? Uh, about, what, like three months now? Yeah, about three months yeah. or so, yeah. And how did you guys meet? Oh, gosh. Our girlfriend, <laughs> uh, long, I guess long story short, our girlfriends are kind of best friends, I guess. Or, uh, I think they're yeah, yeah. So, um, but so, anyway, they work together, and we met through that, and uh, we both like really uh, a lot of really nerdy stuff, and nobody else likes that that we're that's in our friend circle. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I figured it was like the other way around. Like you guys knew each other forever or something. Wow, because you guys are great. <laughs> no, we, we really haven't. That's the that's the funny thing. We really haven't. <laughs> wow. So you guys, uh, I'm sorry, three months, and uh, you, but you already are taking your uh, season finale, right? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We decided to do a 12, 12 episode season, and then uh, take a couple couple weeks off, and then hit it, and then hit it, and then go dive back into it hard I, again. I was going to ask. I didn't know if you were only going to be on when we were off. Like you were going to be like, you know, Robin Summer off. Okay, now we could podcast. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That, 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 that's actually why we started the podcast. <laughs> uh, but you guys are great. Yeah, you. Uh, who was it? Corey contacted me over the summer, right? Yeah, yeah. When you got, I think we had just gone on break uh, when you guys started, and yeah, you, you asked me to check out the show, and I was like, it's awesome, except for no rocking chairs. Because, <laughs> our, our 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 executive intern he yep. had a rocking chair for like one show and after that no more no more <laughs> that's funny yeah that thing was squeaking all over the place that first episode was very experimental it was <laughs> oh what have you guys like what was the most important thing you learned since you started the show um the most important thing that we've learned is <clears throat> keep the door closed while we're recording and make sure no one is filling up cups of ice in the other room. Yeah, that would probably be about right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we've, 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 well, we've learned a lot, though. Just from, just from the uh, 12 episodes that we've done, we've, uh, we've learned a lot. So it, it's, been, it's been an awesome experience. <clears throat> Cool, cool. Uh, I love too. I think it was Kendall on uh, the last episode I heard because uh, you guys. It was before the the season finale. You guys haven't done that, correct? Right? Yeah, we actually yeah. just recorded the season finale. Oh, yeah. It'll be up in uh, tonight, actually. Okay, was it Kendall though saying like maybe he's not even going to be back? Maybe he'll be like a ghost and 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 come back like two <laughs> two seasons later. That was like yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite. My favorite. Guess, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. We'll have to see what pans out. Uh, no, I, I, I'll, I'll leave that one on a, on a cliffhanger. I'll leave that one. Be. And I, I was going to ask what you guys have planned, but since you already did it, I, I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, is is there any teasers you can give? Um. Yeah, <clears throat> it's very full of uh, desserts. Our, our yeah our season finale has uh, lots of des- uh, goodies in it as far as desserts <laughs> and. Uh, what do you call those party things that you blow into? It's like a kazoo, but it like unrolls really fast. Yeah. 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 I, I hope yeah, you we guys. Have, we, have, we have quite a few of those. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I hope you guys are just explosions. eating like explosions and they better be eating like ice cream the entire time. I'm very and, upset and, if I don't see a lot of dessert. Yeah, maybe maybe like. We got, we got very up close and personal with some dessert. Maybe like a gunshot or like a taser. I don't know. God, uh, maybe some of that. <laughs> so terrifying. No, mostly, mostly when we hear that noise, it's me farting during, during the podcast. So, um, uh, I, I'm blowing it out. I man. try not to, but see, the, the funny thing is that Corey has a really. So we were new to the whole podcast thing, so we had to build everything from the ground up as far as equipment. And Corey got a really cool, comfortable, spinny chair, and I sit on a, on a hard wooden, <laughs> a hard wooden kitchen chair. Slim tried that one season. And, uh, he bought this like uh, if, office if chair. You to, if you happen to have gas while you're on that chair, it, it's pretty loud. So Slim mm. got this sweet, sweet office chair, but his cat like tore it up. Yeah, you can and see it. I'm still, I still have it. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely destroyed. <laughs> but I specifically bought this chair for the show because I was like, I need like a, I need a, I need a fancy like, office I, chair. I got this chair. <laughs> we're like, you still slam. Yeah, yeah. I thought about buying one, but then I kind of started feeling like it was my thing. Like I knew, I knew you. it was time for the podcast to be over, 
once I felt like my back cracking in multiple spots. You got to do him up. You got to buy like a recliner with like massaging like features. Yeah. Now then we wouldn't be able to do 12 episode seasons. So we would definitely be, it'd be two hour long episodes and nobody, nobody, nobody would listen to that. Guys, what I did do is I bought my fancy office chair and then I bought Rob like some memory foam cushion for Mm. his wooden chair. Oh yes. Uh, Okay. So I balanced it out. That's what Corey needs to do. Corey needs to buy me some memory foam. At least. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh goddamn! But you guys, uh, what do you guys do? Like video games, TV, and movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a little bit of uh, Pop- anything, I mean, anything, in, anything in between that yeah. we that we may think that's sort of relevant to what we're talking about. But we try to pop culture, anything. Like yeah, that, a lot of really, pop culture. Yeah. What um, is? Any, and then also stuff from personal life as well. Do, what uh, what are you guys most excited for in 2020? Besides a new president, in maybe? 20, in 2020 or 2021? Or 20, either. Either 2020 or 2021. Well, I think in 2020, I'm just excited to go get, to go, to go back to the movie theater. <laughs> you don't have that yet? We, we got that. Slim went I last night. I live in the movie theater most of the time, but yeah. I can't go because of the COVID stuff. Yeah. Oh, you, you guys, are you, theaters aren't open by you yet? No, uh, we actually, we're in, I live in North Carolina, and uh, the theaters have opened in South Carolina, but I just haven't gotten that free from work to go down there yet and hit, hit up the theater down there. Uh, I, I went uh, yesterday to the movies for the first time in a couple of Really? Months. What did you see? What did you see? I saw Tenet. Did you? What did you think about it? Um, it, uh, it's... It's a hard. It, it's hard to say because during the movie, it there's just they're throwing a lot at you. It's Christopher Nolan, so it's hard to like understand what characters are fucking saying. And there's points where it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, this is kind of boring and long drawn out. And then the, like the action scenes are fucking awesome. And then after I saw, it, I read like 15 different articles, and I'm like, oh, that movie was awesome. Now that I understand everything I don't about need it, that. But... <laughs> I I, I want to know. I want to understand the movie. <laughs> Tenet, 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 yeah. Our our final episode, we reviewed Tenet and and the mind-boggling of it. We, me and my girlfriend, we actually went to go see it. Um, that was the first that, and only time we've been back to the movie theater since since it opened. But we did go to a small like middle middle of nowhere hole in the wall movie theater that I guess just doesn't care about rules or something. And did did <laughs> but, you? Uh, we went to see it and uh, it was just, like by the end of it, we were popping ibuprofen. Right. Our brains were just fucked. I mean, it was just, it was, it was the best and worst movie I've ever seen at the same time. Wow. That's kind of what I felt about it, too. And it's just that, like, it's one of those things, too, where I guess just the way he does dialogue, like, every scene, I didn't even know, like, why is this guy going to this thing to do this? I'm like, I, I have no fucking clue. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and when we left, my girlfriend was like, uh, uh, well, when you go to work tomorrow, will they will they be paying you with money, or will you be paying them with work? Like, she just kept reversing. Shut up! Yeah, I did like the concept of inversion, though. I thought that was cool. That like their form of time travel was actually just like you had to actually go backwards. Like, didn't South Park already do that when they they shit out their mouths and not their buttholes? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I have a theory that if they were, you know how they, they, they have to wear the, get the oxygen mask? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if they if they did take the oxygen masks off, what would actually happen, they told us that the, the breathing was just reversed, but I think that shit would come out of their mouths. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, think, I think that's... 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 I
Yeah, I think that's what would have happened for sure. Oh, and what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys as far as video games? Do you guys play? Yeah, I mean, I do. Yeah. I, uh, Kindle, not so much, but me, cool. yeah. Corey's I, a huge gamer. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm more of like a, a very, very tiny gamer. Like, like, uh, play- tiny gamer. What's what's a tiny gamer play? Dude, I, 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 I play shooters, man. Uh, like anything, like horror games, all that type of shit. Yeah. Everything. And I just play like. Uh, Injustice on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have That's you actually tiny Have you actually ever uh, Kendall ever played the actual Injustice, like on the Xbox or PC oh, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, I, I have played it. Yeah, it's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I do love that. Yeah, you guys are I big enjoy, DC. I the you, one too. you guys are big DC fans, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Cool. What uh, uh what, what's what's DC? <laughs> the delayed reaction (laughs) what what's what cory what system do you play on i I mainly play on pc oh wow you're a slim guy say one more time i said you're a slim guy yeah i'm a i'm a pc guy he's a slim jim i'm a slim jim Oh, I was going to ask too, like you guys mentioned your girlfriends, do they support your show? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, totally. By episode 12. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it took them 11 to come around. <laughs> no, no. It, they, they, I'm, yeah, they, they, they do. Yeah, they do. They do. That's cool. They supported it. They sit in the living room and I guess do talk about girl stuff while we do it. So I was going to ask if they were ever going to come on. Yeah, they, yeah. They're actually they they do they do make an appearance in the season finale. So. Ooh, that's like uh, that could be like the off season. They could do their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. We need to get them get them to do some backlog stuff for us and just just have some have some girl time on the outerverse. <laughs> or just fuck everyone up and when you come back, have, just have the show be them for like a few minutes and then yeah, you I guys come on. Hey, we'll, we'll come we'll come back from the from the season finale break. And they'll have like twelve thousand fans. Hell yeah! Sign <laughs> so, mer- mer- merch deal. Dude, they'll kill it. Dude. <laughs> they'll kill it. Oh man, it'll be awesome. Uh, buy two new <clears throat> but, uh, oh. What what uh, what what are you guys uh, up to the, these days? Oh, just trying to avoid the covids. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you there. <laughs> I, I have a uh, question about listening to uh, other other people's podcasts. So, <clears throat> if you don't mind, <clears throat> so we started the podcast, but all I ever hear and see on Twitter and stuff is like, you know, people like, "Hey, check out our podcast! Check out our podcast!" So, like on a scale of one to ten, when someone actually says, "Check out our podcast," <laughs> how often is, does, it, how does it actually happen? Because I thought that would be way easier as a podcaster to check out someone else's podcast, but I found that it was so difficult for me to simply open my phone and listen and to someone listening to, listen to just one episode. Yeah, you just one I mean? episode. I found that so difficult. Usually, the, think about yeah, that? usually they're hard to listen to. Usually, a lot of them suck, but um, yeah, usually I don't unless like it's a guest I have coming on. Uh, otherwise, I don't listen to any podcasts. Yeah, I hear right, you. I, hear right. you. I don't know. I hear you. How did you guys come across us? How did we what? How did you guys come across us? Had you heard us previously or? Yeah, I, I came across you uh, on Twitter a long time ago. Someone had retweeted something of yours and 
I was like, I need to check these guys out. And so I checked, I checked you guys out, and that's when uh, I think that's when uh, you and I started talking. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was. We I were doing this. I wasn't sure. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just hadn't been sure of how you guys came across us. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, someone had retweeted something you had posted, and I was like, dude, these guys look like they're uh, look like the shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked in one day during the podcast. He's like, hey, bro, I got this sticker, man, with these guys on it. You got to check them out, dude. So and did you, like, All right, Kendall? Did you check us out, or? I was just going to say, it's kind of like you're forced at that point. Like, yeah. I'm glad I did that. (laughs) Thanks, dude. Thanks. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, now you got a sticker. You have no excuse not to listen. That's that's right. (laughs) And and I'll tell you, he he kept asking me when I was going to put it on my computer, and it was underneath my laptop for most of the episodes. And uh, like on the like, bottom, why, 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 why haven't you put the sticker on? You? I was like, dude, I was like, dude, you need to put that shit on your computer, man. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, but they're like, they're like the foundational support, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I want to keep it underneath it. You know, like, they're like the the I thought you just it's stuck crazy, it to the bottom man. so nobody would see it. You just stuck it like underneath, like, yeah, here's a Robin Slim sticker. <laughs> That's awesome. I, look, can I, can I ask you guys uh, some advice questions on uh, on podcasting real quick? Of course. If, if we got answers, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, did, did, did you guys, uh, just from, from whatever you have seen or listened to from us, did you have any uh, things that you may, that like suggestions or, or things that maybe you said, hey, it would be cool if they did this or that or not that we'll do it. I just... <laughs> one of you guys should tase the other one. You know, I just would love to hear your thoughts on anything we, we may could improve on, you know, to, to sort of uh, steer towards more of the, the level. Step, stepping, we need some stepping stones, you know what I mean? <laughs> you guys, I think you feel are great as far as, like, uh, chemistry and all that go. I, yeah, I don't. As long as you're having fun, just, just that's all that matters. All that matters. Exactly. Yeah. I just imagine him saying, see, what you guys need to do is find two new hosts. And, uh... No, no, that's what you don't do. Stick with the two of you. Don't add anyone else. Find a third guy, though, to, like, throw darts at or, like, right. stick, stick yeah, in the yeah. bathtub, yeah. like, and, and have him smear yeah, Exactly. That's exactly what we need. <laughs> that's awesome. Was it difficult for you guys when you started out, or was it just, was it just butter? It was fluid for you guys? Always kind of worked. It's always kind of it's, worked. It's changed a lot from when we first started out. We were doing a very, very different show when we first started, and it, it took like about a year to kind of find what we wanted to be. I I, I always feel by like season three, we got like the the format down for like all of it. Really? Yeah, yeah I think we still we still are are very experimental. Yeah, we talk all the time yeah. about form and, and what you know maybe we should do this one day maybe we're we still we're, we're still working on the formula you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, uh, we, we pick a new light each episode yeah. it's like dude i think green would look great today, <laughs> dude, i man. think purple would look badass on this episode <laughs> yeah dude oh oh God damn! Uh, I, well, Slim, what's your, what's your question? What's what's your suggestion, Slim? What's my suggestion? Actually, I kind of same thing that Rob said. I think you guys are doing fine. I liked it. I listened to a couple of your episodes, and I just like that it's. I always like to hang out radio, and that's what I feel like you guys are doing, and you're doing it well. Where you don't um, 
You don't sound like you're like trying too hard to get people to like enjoy what you're saying. You're just two friends hanging out, shooting the shit. And I love that. And I think you just keep doing that. Man, we, we really, yeah. we appreciate Thanks, that. Man. Yeah. Thanks. That means a lot coming from you guys. Yeah, it does. No, no problem. I, I say uh, maybe uh, destroy the rocking chair like live. Yeah, like, always destroy. I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Like... You know, that's a, oh, dude, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, but that rocking chair was like a gift from my grandma. I was just gonna say. I hope it wasn't your grandmother's. <laughs> the one that slammed so, was using. We found her, in the trash. See if, see if I can get her permission. We'll, we'll maybe tear it apart one day. <laughs> uh, she's, she's not really into the podcast yeah, game, so she probably won't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, grandmothers they they don't listen. They don't they don't hear the podcast. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. Being a, a DC fans, what are you guys watching from DC right now? Oh gosh, oh man, from DC, me watching currently, um, not a whole lot. I mean, I'm going back since the announcement the announcement at DC Fandom of all the upcoming movies, I've gone back and uh, started re-watching like, the whole DC cinematic universe. Um, oh, okay. But uh, I'm really, really, really... We're both really, really excited for the new The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, we're, we're, Batman. we're stoked for that shit. I never saw the last one with uh, whatever. With uh, Ben whatever. Affleck? Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, oh, it's... Ben Affleck, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't no. really any good. I'm a huge Batman fan. I heard he was a okay. great Batman, though, no? I thought Ben Affleck was a good Batman in Batman vs. Superman. I didn't even bother with Justice League. But so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I heard that he wasn't that great in Justice League. Yeah. Justice League, it was a, it was not that not a very good movie. But uh, hopefully this Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League is going to be epic. We're, I'm really excited about it. Is, is DC still doing their streaming service? Because, like, last year I think I war- watched all of uh, Doom Patrol, which was fucking amazing. Yeah, that's a great show. That's a great show. No, they, they, to answer that question, they actually are moving. They, they, they didn't really have as much traction as they thought they would, and so they're actually, like, liquidating all of their shows into HBO Max, and all of them are ah. still going to be ongoing. But they're going to be in HBO Max along with uh, the new Justice League uh, Snyder Cut. Um, and other shows such as Doom Patrol as well. Oh, uh, okay, cool. So, HBO Max, that's where yeah. it's at. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it yet. I assume that's where it's at. What about Marvel? What, what about Marvel? So you guys are Marvel guys, right? I like Marvel, yeah. I'm a Marvel fan. I'm a Marvel guy. Slim is like anything nerdy. Well, I like a little bit of DC. Like, I like the Batman, but I just, I don't know. I, can't, I like Superman a little bit, but other than that, I've never gotten too deep into DC. I liked the DC, like, TV series. Like, I watched a, a lot of Arrow and Flash, but I fell off of those, like, three or four seasons yeah, in. But, yeah, but I've always been Marvel. I was a huge <laughs> Captain America fan growing up, and... I love what they're doing with the cinematic uh, universe right now. Yeah, did you did you like the way they kind of wrapped the the the, the big the big deal up with the end game and all that? I think so. Yeah, I think it it really closed the arcs between um, Captain America great. and, and uh, Tony Stark and Iron Man and stuff. Like I thought, I thought it did a good job of tying twenty years of or whatever it was years of uh, yeah. content together. So and and yeah, I thought it was amazing, it. amazing what they did putting all that together it was awesome yeah. I, I enjoy marvel but uh so, I, I love what they're doing so speaking of marvel what do you guys think about the uh the new avengers game i like it 
I, I, but I only played it twice because I've been hooked on uh, American Truck Simulator, so that's all I've been doing. Right. Just ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, I love how Rob, you, what's amazing is Rob goes, ah, oh, yuck, and you guys are like, ooh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Farm Wars? No, it's like you, you drive a truck and you deliver like freight to places oh, and stuff, and you level sounds, up and collect money. I hate driving, but I would Ugh. love to play that game. Oh. It's fun. I love it. But what do you what think do you of it? You event? do a lot of meth and like drive up the sidewalk and run over like families. No, you got to follow the, the the laws of the street. You got to stop at oh. red lights, use what? your blinkers, go the speed limit. You, you know. Listen, if I'm if I'm if I'm in charge of this eighteen wheeler and I want to run over a family on the sidewalk, that's where I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's the only way it'll be fun. <laughs> and if I can't do that, I'm, I'm, I'm deleting that one. You know what I'm saying? I'll get a refund on that one. Yeah. But, but as far as the Avengers game goes, I played it for like two days and I loved the campaign. I thought the campaign was amazing. But you're driving. But I'm driving a truck instead of finishing the game. You're doing DMV in the game. <laughs> which, is totally, which is totally understandable, but I'm still salty that you can't hit that family. <laughs> 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 but, but no, as far as Marvel goes, I really love what they're doing. I think I think they've they've done an amazing job of everything as far as cinematic uh, movies and stuff. I think it's it's been awesome. But I, I'm honestly I'm so I'm so fucking tired of um, Chris Evans, Captain America, and and Tony. I just Hydra is the villain in every movie. They're great movies, but I just I'm so tired of it. I want some big like scary iconic villains. You know what I mean? I like DC because they're super dark, and I love that shit because I guess I'm a dark person, I guess. I, I always thought D- <laughs> DC is getting better with their cin- cinematic movies. Like, I love Shazam. I thought it was great. Wonder Woman was great. But I always felt that DC was really good at animated movies. Like, their animated movies were yeah, killing it. Yeah, their catalog alone of animated movies is, is amazing. Yeah, and I don't know I why. Re- I did recently just watch the uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow movie that just came out, and I okay. wasn't a huge fan of it. No, no cuz I have been looking at it like uh maybe I'll grab it. Well, you rob over the over the uh summer saw uh Batman vs Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, that was cool. That was oh, really cool. Yeah, that was good. Well, oh, my fuck. Well, what did Batman say? Did he say Cowabunga or something that was just end. like cracked me up? Like, <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> I love uh Alfred and the turtles like their whole uh, uh thing going with the pizza and all and the skateboards. Like, yeah, that movie was good. That movie was cool. That's awesome. I'm still waiting on the Batman versus Predator. Uh, I want that to happen at some point in my life. <clears throat> yeah, that's, an amazing, that's one of the best Batman comics of all time to me. Really? Wow. Yeah, Batman Batman versus Predator. You gotta check it out. It's awesome. Does Batman beat if the Predator? In, if you're in the Predator. Does Does Batman like defeat the Predator? That's all I want to know. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just a great, it's a great story. It's awesome. Batman gets the living shit beat out of him. He's in like a full body cast by the end of it. <laughs> but he's yeah, just he a does bag win. Of bones. He does uh, win. Nice guys. We have to wrap this up, but it's been a blast. It has been awesome, man. We thanks guys for having us on. Absolutely, it's, uh, man. It's, it's it's an honor. That, yeah, no, it's it's been great talking to you guys. Where can everybody find you? He said, where can everybody find us? Oh, they can find us anywhere. 
<laughs> we're anywhere. We are, look, tell them to look outside their window. We are we'll be there. We are everywhere. We are everywhere. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're, yeah, we are on everything though. Uh, Twitter, you can find us at uh, the Outerverse PC. Uh, people can follow us on Instagram at the Outerverse Podcast. Uh, All you got to do is search on YouTube, the Outerverse or the Outerverse Podcast. Yeah, and we'll, we'll and, be there. And literally everywhere that anybody streams their uh, their podcast. Yeah, so iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that jazz. Nice. And do you guys have a date on when you're coming back from uh, for your season two? Uh, we'll keep that a mystery. Yeah, we'll All keep right. it a mystery for now, but we will announce it before it before it happens. We yeah. will announce it. Okay. Nice. Cool. All right, guys. We'll we'll talk soon. All right, awesome, man. Thank you guys. Thank we you guys. Man. Later. We'll be back. This this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Gentlemen, James, how are you? James, J.M.I. Gallagher, how are you, my friend? Doing very well, yourself? Very good, very good. Uh, author from North Carolina, and how have you been through all this this uh, COVID summer? Well, good. I mean, I'm alive, and uh, it's, so that's probably all anybody can ask for at this point. I assume you guys have stayed safe as well. Yes, mm -hmm. safe as can be. Safe as can be. Um, has uh, writing changed for you at all during it, th this time? Ah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'd like to say yeah. Uh, I'd like to say that wow. You know, being locked in a house, just I was able to write all the time. But the reality was, I think everybody still had to work to some degree. So uh, one of the worst parts about being locked in your house is if you work uh, and I'm in education. So, you know, I, I'm dealing with college students and stuff. Yes. Uh, they they want to bother, they want to bother you 24 seven. They figure if you're at home, then they can just text at 3am about an assignment. <laughs> oh. So, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Did you, did you guys get out? Were you working out of the home during this? Were you yeah. Like, uh, well, me and some are essential. We, we put hot dogs on shelves. So, you know, we still put the hot dogs on the shelves. <laughs> well, I, I, I order people to put oh, yeah. pork. He bosses them. I bosses people around to put, to put the hot dogs. dogs out faster. I'm just the, the bottom. I don't I don't want to float to the top like Slim. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys did work the whole time, yeah. and you still yeah. didn't catch COVID. I I swear to God, I had I had it in uh, like December, uh, late December. I feel I had one of the worst flus I've ever had, and I can't say how long. Fevers, sweating, and and delirium. Yeah. And I only called out one day for it. So I, I think and I you had only it. one day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and you God. took it to work and gave it to the hot dog stalker. <laughs> <laughs> and all every all the other hot dogs had it. But uh like everyone I worked with, like people had had it for a while before me or whatever it was and like uh, a couple of them, a couple of my coworkers went 
to doctors and, and such, and we're told they had a mysterious respiratory issue. They couldn't even diagnose Lovely. it. So, yeah, I, I think we all had so, it. So, yeah, so everybody, you probably all had COVID, but you survived. And um, I was super sick. Like, I remember uh, my mom being shocked that I was going back to work the next day, and I'm just like, I can't afford to stay home, which is, like, the normal mindset. Like, I, I got to right, make yeah. money. Pay I mean, if you're sick as hell and you're gonna die, you go to work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this yeah. is all before COVID was even a thing. It was like November that we were all like sick like this. So yeah, we, that's why we think we had it before they even knew it was like out there. Also, one of the mayors mm. at that time said he had it. One of the mayors of the towns pretty close to here, and when he got tested for antibodies, he had like long term antibodies. Like, so if it started yeah, he must when have been sick, so yeah, he definitely had it because. Uh, if it started when they said it would have, uh, he wouldn't have had these uh, already. So, yeah, I, it was definitely around before they said it. Wow, wow, wow. Well, you're alive. That's good. I mean, what yeah. would we do for good podcasts if you weren't? Right. Exactly. Exactly. You'd be looking to, uh, I don't know, a bunch of others. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> JMI, you, you just launched over the summer a new uh, series, correct? Or I did, yeah. I put up a, another book of short stories over late summertime. Yeah, like probably July, August, something like that. And that's called the Tijuana Box and Other Tales, correct? The Tijuana Box. That's right. And Other Tales. You got nice, nice. What, what? Uh, do they all come together? All the stories, or are they all separate? They don't. They're all separate. Uh, the the last time you guys had me on was for Ten Bad Things, which thematically all of those stories sort of fell into the horror genre and had real relatively nasty endings. I'd say the Tijuana box and other tales is kind of a, a, I don't know, it's a large soup of different stuff, but it's not just straight horror. It's kind of a lot of strange fiction, twilight zone, bizarre endings, a little bit of humor mixed in. So a mixed bag. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I read uh, the first story in that collection, the, the Tijuana box, and I felt it gave me like creep show kind of vibes, like a uh, you know like early horror comic book type story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- uh, Tales from the Crypt kind of stuff. Yeah, Pulp nice. fictiony type stuff. Yeah. Cool, cool. And what was uh, what was your inspiration for it, or is it just something you've always had you been working on? Uh, you know, that's that's the question you can't ever ask a writer. <laughs> Where did it come from? Where'd you get your ideas? That kind Uh-oh. of thing. Uh, nobody really knows. You just um, you observe things in life. Uh, Ray Bradbury, right? You guys, you guys went to high school, so you were forced to probably read Fahrenheit four five one. I, I like point. Bradbury. Oh, that was before me. I, I was reading. Uh, I don't know Animal Farm. I read uh, Martian Chronicles okay, okay, in yeah. high school. Okay, all right, yeah. So you're familiar with Bradbury. Bradbury, I think, probably said it best for all writers, whether they want to admit it or not. That, uh, you know, you just you go through life and you observe things and you take in a lot. And that stuff just rattles around in your brain if you have a brain at all. And for people who are artistic, it, it just comes out eventually. So, for instance, uh, one of the stories that I wrote that's in this book called The Miracle on Cag Hill, I was in a grocery store and I just saw this impossibly thin lady checking out. Uh, the kind that you look at and you're like, okay, the only thing that can do that to you is drugs or like really bad disease. You know what I'm talking about? You ever see somebody like that where you like, how are you still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for nor- for normal people, they just look at that and they think, man, that person's really sick or, or they need to lay off the mech. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for an artistic person, you look at that person, and you think, huh, 
you know, I wonder if they contracted some sort of alien virus and that's why they're so thin and suddenly you have a story or whatever. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yeah. Cool, cool. And uh, uh, I was going to ask, uh, at, at some point, James, would you be able to read us something? Yeah, absolutely. Whenever you want. You ready now? I'll give you the choice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If if we can go now, that'd be awesome. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give you guys, uh, I looked through and I thought, all right, there's a couple stories that would probably fit time frame. So I'll give you a choice. All right. So you guys can pick the first one uh, is called Clean Up at Hal's Place. And uh, the main character is a grocery store shelf stalker, not unlike somebody you probably know. And he's got a really irritating wife. Uh, or the other one, which is called A Miracle on Cag Hill, which is related to that ultra-skinny lady that I saw in the store one day. So it's up to you. I'll let Slim choose, because they both sound amazing. Yeah, I think the first one. I want yeah. to hear that. <laughs> the, the guy with the irritating wife who stocks shelves? Yes. Yeah. It's relatable. Okay. <laughs> it's relatable. It's down to earth. That's right. I'm every man's author. All I'm, right. di- I'm divorced, oh, James. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, it's called Clean Up at Hal's Place. Hal had grown to hate his wife, Kristen. She'd grown plump and broody over the years, and he couldn't help but see a resemblance to a white Jersey giant, only lacking the plumage. He realized the shallowness of his judgment, but she'd become exceedingly demanding as well, clucking and crowing orders at him whenever he wasn't at work. Now she spent her nights upstairs while he dwelt downstairs. It was safer to remain separate to minimize all the henpecking. Despite the divide between the two floors, she still managed to ride him like a jockey, hacking away at his hind end continuously. He equally despised his job. Having skipped college, he'd settled for employment at the local IGA. It was bagging produce and cleaning up smashed jars of pickles on the regular for minimum wage. His only fleeting moment of joy came during break time, when he was able to grab a quick smoke behind the dumpster and trade blue sky for the droning buzz of fluorescent lighting. Perhaps it was the state of his relationship, or the startling speed at which his existence had been ground to a pulp in the garbage disposal of life, but each new day seemed insurmountable. The smell of cleansers, the stale odor of sweat that clung to his boss, and the squeak of his sneakers on the freshly waxed floors. He could barely stomach the break room snacks, honey buns, peanut bars, and lance crackers, The repetition of it had worn away what little humanity he had left. He shuffled through life, a shucked ear of corn, dried and weightless. Hal also hated roaches. It was a perennial problem at work, and now it was a problem at home. At the grocery store, they'd scurry frantically away every time he moved a pallet jack of cereal or dried macaroni. Traps couldn't catch him, and they mocked poison. They bred too fast to be controlled. He'd nailed a thick square of plywood to the bottom of a broom handle, like an oversized potato masher, and took to crushing them into a sticky brown slop. It failed to reduce the population, but it provided a diversion in his otherwise joyless day. At home, they came out evenings, when the glow of the television and the calm of the night had cast its spell. He could see them, hear them. Sometimes he'd feel them when they were bold enough to crawl up the mountainside of his recliner and onto his arms or legs. He'd gotten to the point where he'd smash them barehanded and wipe the pulp onto an old t-shirt. He didn't bother chasing the vermin around with a can of Raid. It took too much effort without any return on the investment. He'd waved the white flag of surrender. Nowadays, he talked to them instead of waging war, 
Kristen spent her time upstairs in the bedroom while he camped out in the living room. Without suitable company, the roaches became attentive listeners, a gathering of little amber-colored compadres. Well, here we are again, boys, he'd say. Another night of feasting for you and another night of lone, lazy boy ranger for me. You fellas get enough to eat? The swarms of roaches would halt, wave their antennae, and spring into motion again once Hal quit talking. He flipped through the channels, and the roaches scoured the floors for stray crumbs. It was a quiet truce for Hal and the roaches. One evening, as a rerun of the Twilight Zone ended, and Hal dozed, he was awakened by a rustling on the nearby couch. Through sleep-heavy eyes, he squinted at the dim outline next to him. Kristen, he said, squinting and pulling the recliner level to sit upright. No reply. Just a squeaky, crisp, rustling symphony of antenna and legs. By the light of the white static screen, he saw a man on the couch. He leaned closer. It was no man. The puzzlement of the vision caused him to rub his eyes and don his spectacles. The roaches had done a curious thing. They had amassed into a swarming, constantly changing humanoid form, approximately the same size as Hal. The roach man had vague features, a slight concave where mouth and eyes should be, and lumpy appendages. The head swiveled and pointed in Hal's direction. Not Kristen, it whispered. Hal reached for an unopened beer and cracked the tab. A roach man, he thought. Not sure how that happens, but there he is. For some reason, he felt no fear. Roaches didn't bite. And they were easy to kill. He'd smashed plenty of them in past months, and he thought of this creature being not being hostile or vengeful. It was far from his mind. Hey, said Hal. You hungry? The mass shifted, and the mouth opened. Hungry, it echoed. Hal chucked a handful of sour cream and onion chips at the roach man. They scattered across its chest and face region and were quickly absorbed into the body. They sat in silence for quite some time, regarding one another. Hal! came a shriek from upstairs. Hal, what the hell are you doing? Did you finish the dishes? I'm done cleaning up after your crap. Both Hal and the man looked up at the ceiling. Hal winced. Ugh, sighed Hal. I sure am tired of her racket. I wish she'd divorce me and move out instead of sitting up there like a resurrected Pol Pot. Ugh, hissed the roach man. Hold on a second, I've got something for you. The roach man's head swiveled on axis until it faced 180 degrees to the rear, like an attentive barn owl watching Hal head for the kitchen. He returned shortly with a most of an uneaten roaster chicken in a bag. The roach man swarmed forward. Food Leon, it said. <laughs> yeah, food lion. It's on the bag. I got it from the deli. The ones we sell at IGA aren't worth eating. This one ain't bad for a fast meal. Hal opened the yellow cellophane bag and set it on the table. Have at it. The roach man transformed into a throng and covered the chicken. In a matter of seconds, nothing remained. Not a bone, not a speck of deep fried skin, nothing. Hal smiled the smile of a man whose mind had begun to strategize. The roach man reformed on the couch, watching him with ravenous expectation. Hal sat back down and cracked another paps. His mind wandered in a circle of reasoning. There were no roach men, so he must be dreaming. The chicken was real, but now it's gone. Therefore, he was not dreaming. 
If it were a dream, it was at least entertaining and worth retelling to the fellows at work when he awoke. If, however, it was real, then a rare and wonderful opportunity had presented itself. He had a moment of introspection, a twinge of guilt, and then a surge of relief that trumped his conscience. Freedom was potentially within his grasp. He could do this with a little help. Bam, bam, bam. Small showers of dust fell from the ceiling and danced in the soft incandescent light. She loved to stomp on the floor. It meant she was tired of shouting and expected action on his part. He had dishes to do. She always had something for him to do. Their union was one of indentured servitude now. The roach man morphed into a large frowning face, a chocolate colored emoji of gigantic proportions. Yeah, me too, said Hal, tugging down on the corners of his mouth in an exaggerated expression of sadness. Bam, bam, bam. Hal! She screamed. Her ire was up now. She might even dare to roll out of bed and walk to the top of the stairs. Hal looked at the roach man, then the empty food lion sack and the remains that weren't there of the chicken. Food lion, said the roach man. Hal looked up at the ceiling again. The plaster had cracked from her repeated pounding over the years. Hey, he said, follow me. I found you the largest chicken you'll ever eat. Food lion, the roach man replied. Yeah, food lion. Hal took one last pull on the papst, crushed the can, and headed for the staircase with the roach man in tow. Wow. Awesome. I think we worked with that guy. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think so. we worked with Hal. <laughs> he just didn't have a roach man, but. No. <laughs> um, I love oh, Hal. Everybody's worked with that guy. If you've worked in retail, ever, <laughs> then, you, then you've worked with that guy, you know? Yes. And I love him. I love how he's just like, oh, uh, there's a roach man a- on my couch. Let me open a beer and hang out with it. Yeah, like- and there, there's a big chicken upstairs. Ch- chicken, let's go, guys. <laughs> that was uh, cool, but that's like a like it. It reminds me of that like that comic book horror. Have you thought of doing like a graphic novel or anything like that? Absolutely. I'm so glad you asked. I actually I, I sent uh, Rob a, a picture. Yes. Just I don't know. Was that was it yesterday, Rob? Yeah, just just yesterday, uh, James. And I, I, that's what I was going to ask. I didn't know if that was something that you drew or if you have a guy that does illustrations. Oh, no, I can't, I can't draw stick figures. Uh, that's um, so I, I should probably say a word about my illustrator because he's an amazing guy. And then I'll, and then I'll answer Slim's uh, question. So Connor Shipway uh, was a fellow lecturer at NC State University in art. He's a friend of mine. Uh, he's a fabulous artist, uh, and he, he's a cartoonist. He's an animator. Uh, if you go to connorshipway.com, he's got a website. Uh, he's also a computer programmer, so he creates games. He's just fantastically creative individual. And uh, he does all of my artwork. So he did the cover for 10 Bad Things. He did the cover for Tijuana Box. Um, and Currently, I'm working on a project that kind of grew out of uh, the fact that I have kids. And uh, I I mean, I don't know if your parents were this kind of person, but my kids occasionally want stories at bedtime. And if I'm not reading them a book, I just make something up uh, right on the spot. Oh, you'd be uh, the best dad for that, though, I feel. You'd be the the go-to dad. Uh, My kids loved it when they were younger, but now they really don't. They really don't anymore. <laughs> well, I've got some kids that are young enough, so I can I can still occasionally get off the story. But 
it started was I just I started making up a story uh, about this zany sort of like magical wizardy type guy called Fudge Tickle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, great name, right? And, uh, <laughs> and, and the, <laughs> the kids just loved it, you know, and they'd be like, what are you yeah. going to tell us more about that? And then it grew into me, including him in other things, just as a joke. And and then finally, I got to the point where I was like, you know what, like this, this guy's grown into sort of his own universe and his own adventures. And so I'm actually uh, writing book one of a series right now that's kind of geared toward kids like you guys did you guys grow up reading like charlie and the chocolate factory and the bfg and witches like by roald Dahl? no no i read a lot of choose your own avengers i did a lot oh, of okay. goose all right i well, was a goosebumps sorry, go ahead. yeah I, I was a lot right. of goosebumps as before goosebumps all right well you guys are missing out on the uh, charlie and the chocolate Factory. you've seen the movie charlie and the chocolate factory at least yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, those those are all based on books by a, a British author by the name of Roald Dahl. He's long dead now. But um, I'm kind of shooting for that age group with this book. So, you know, between like 11 years old and like 15 years old, where you're still where life hasn't crushed your soul to the point where you can't have fun anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, where you still enjoy a, a good fart joke and you can laugh and you can enjoy life and, and things are funny. Right. So yeah. And you're not, that. you're not hoping for a roach man to eat your wife or anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm taking over. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not begging for a roach man who will devour your wife. Um, but yeah. So, you know, you're talking about the, the graphic novel kind of thing. Yeah. It won't be a graphic novel, but it, it will be uh, a novel that has lots of illustrative material through it. And Connor's artistic style lends itself very much to that sort of manga, anime, yes. cartoony sort of feel. I know Rob saw the pictures yes, about his podcast, but it's, it's really, it's really great, entertaining kind of stuff. And um, so I'm really looking forward. The project's well underway. A lot of it is written. And uh, he and I are going back and forth regularly, just, you know, talking about illustrations. And the ones I sent were just some mock-ups. You know, they lack color. They're just kind of like the sketches. But they yeah, really they like point you in the right direction, you know? Yeah, that's why it was almost like a storyboard where I didn't know if it was just something you scribbled out. But that is that is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And the best part about it is... Um, you guys, you work in an artistic media with radio and you have this, you guys are the ones who are invested in it and you're the ones who are putting all your energy into it. And and you have a partnership in that, right? It's the Robin Slim show and yes. that feeds on it, right? I mean, it, it makes an excitement. You guys kind of riff on each other and it keeps the machine going. Um, a lot of people who write books, they actually have to pay someone to do their artwork. You know, they have to hire a stranger, yeah. pitch them an idea and say, you know, I need you to draw me a wizard. And hope they get it and hope they get your vision and like they hope they understand what you want. Yeah, exactly. And most of the time they don't care. They just want to make a buck. I mean, I'm, I'm generalizing there, but they're working for their money. They got 15 other projects going on. Um, Connor and I, we're constantly going back and forth and we're constantly saying, all right, you know, tweak this or he'll draw something and it'll just be fantastic. And I'll be like, okay, that's going in the story. Like, uh, in the picture that you've got there, you know, Fudge Tickle, he's just like, clearly he's using magic. But if you can see in the one drawing, his his magic wand thing has a talking duck head on it. And uh, that wasn't anything I had come up with. He just drew him that way. He's like, this is how I see him. 
And I'm like, well, that's definitely going in the story. Because oh, if you're going to have an insane, cool. crazy wizard guy, he's got to have yes. a duck-headed staff that quacks or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, that's going straight in. Dude, that's cool. That's super cool. I want to throw on too, uh, James. I saw your tweet about, what is it, the community uh, book boxes in North Carolina. And I think that's yeah. An you guys don't have that. You guys are in Boston, right? Jersey, that area. We're, Jer- we're Jersey, um, but yeah, I've never seen anything like that. It's almost like uh, just you know the the when you grab the newspapers or you know yeah. type of thing. Like yeah, a newsstand. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't think it's an organized thing. I see them more and more. But uh, like, I mean, I told you guys the first time we talked when I was on that Durham, North Carolina is, is my city. It's my town. I love it. It's dirty. It's Detroit kind of feeling. It's cosmic. It's just a, a mixed bag, right? It's almost yeah. Jersey-like too. Yeah. Uh, and so you get all these people from all these places. It's got Duke University. And so you have a lot of thinking and creativity and artistry going on. And people build what looks kind of like big birdhouses with a door on the front yeah, and, it's amazing. and you just stuff, you just stuff books in it. So like, you, you know, you go home, you got a book on your shelf. You haven't read in 15 years that you like that you think, Oh, you know, someone would like reading this. Well, you go throw it in the book box and anybody can come along and take that book. Um, and so what I've done is I've got, you know, print copies of my book and just jam them around town in these book boxes. So people randomly find a copy of Tijuana box and other tales and 10 bad things and take it home and enjoy it. That is That's so awesome. cool. Yeah, I, I love the, I love that whole concept of just yeah, like pay it forward or you know they, yeah, they, they yeah. want to check something out and and check something out that you wouldn't find. Yeah, everywhere. like it's a great way to get your work out there. Like that's really cool. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I thought was, you know, it's a win-win. Somebody gets a free book, and yeah. uh, I hope that I get to be somebody's favorite author. Right, like yeah. they start right. looking you up. What else did JMI do? Right, know? yeah. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Exactly. Nice. JMI, we have to wrap this up, but, dude, it's been a blast. It's been a great time talking to you. Absolutely. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on when the next set of work is ready to come out with old fudge tickle. And, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll come back hopefully and, and share a little bit of that with you. I would, I would love it. Uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at three bad things currently. Cool. And I also have an Amazon author page, which if you just Google up JMI Gallagher, Amazon, it'll, it'll pull up my, my book's, through Amazon, it'll also pull up the artist page as well. Awesome. And, and your books are free if you get Kindle Unlimited. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you get a Kindle Unlimited, you can get it for free. That's exactly right. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, James. Absolutely, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Take care. Take care. We will be back in a few. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hoppa. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com, Twitter, at the Harper guys. So, or shoot it. What? That, that, mama. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio.
Robinson Show. Hey. Nadine, I was, I was just messaging you. I, I didn't get anything coming through on anything. I'm so sorry. I was trying. I was sending the... um. <laughs> I, I don't know what is going on, guys. I'm normally... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm normally not tech savvy, so it's, I can't even lie and be like, yeah, yeah, kind of. I'm not either. So, yeah, I was, I, I was just messaging you, telling you I didn't have anything coming through. But Yeah, we, I sent, I'm, in, I'm calling you from Google Hangout now. Okay. And Which is I weird. sent a video, and I sent a video invite to the Robinson Show, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. And when I open Skype, it's like, it's trying to make me make a phone call instead of like offering me the video option. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything. Like I, like I said, I was gonna um, outside, like maybe reschedule, but at least we got you now. At least we got you now. <laughs> oh, how have you been, Nadine? Oh, she got disconnected. Oh, oh no. no! Fuck. Robin Slim Show. I'm just going to call you all from my phone. Nadine. Oh, my God. I don't don't know what else to do. I'm so sorry. So sorry. We've had... Oh, it's your fault. It is, you know, whatever this is, it's the Rona. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. It's it's, it's definitely 2020, whatever whatever this is. It is. <laughs> Damn. Nabila on The Walking Dead. That is who we are talking to right now. Right now. That's <laughs> who we're trying to. <laughs> Goddamn. And when will The Walking Dead be back? Is it October 4th? Uh, from my understanding, yes. Okay. From okay. my understanding, I'm going to say I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying. I've been dying to see the final uh, episode of season 10. And I read about a week ago, is is 11 the final season of all time? I, I don't know. I'm going I'm, I'm to be honest. I was just talking about this the other day with with, uh, with Carrie, and I was just saying, I don't know. If it is, we found out what you guys did. So. Wow. You just read an article online. And yeah, we're like, no, oh. I, I, <laughs> online. I, I, I was a little sad. I was totally sad. I don't, but... I don't know happens with her so i don't know if she makes it out of 10 or not see, or whatever i want to see nabila you know? in charge at the end i want to see nabila running shit i want, I want to see it all all <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's so <laughs> i can't seem to run my own life at this point let alone an apocalypse okay? <laughs> oh my god but I love how Nabila has um, developed as a character over the last season, especially, especially. You with, you there? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear us, Nadine? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. I was just, I was saying, I love how Nabila has um, uh, developed as a character over the last season. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. She a really good moment. There was the one time I I started crying because uh, she couldn't find the kids. Because the, the, yeah. uh, it, it was like they got separated and they were supposed to be at a certain point and they couldn't find them right away. And she started crying and I was like, oh my God, it, it is so, so real. That is, even though Greg directed that, um, that episode, that is a Norm Reedus moment. That totally came from Norm. Wow. 
Wow, that's so yeah. amazing to hear that 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 happens. That is totally that's totally all him that he thought that that would be a good moment, and it was. Wow! Wow! Yes, that was that was so amazing. Um, I I want to ask too, who are you more afraid of? I mean, I know Alpha's out of the picture right now, but as um in the universe, were you more afraid of Alpha or are you more afraid of Beta? You know, I don't know. I haven't had direct, um, well, she hasn't had necessarily direct contact with either one of them as far as, you know, face-to-face combat um, so far in the season. So she hasn't really seen the wrath of them yet. She's only heard the wrath. I think the fear now is that um, the the families are used to, fighting they're used to being the strong people fighting we're going to bring the fight to them we're going to bring the fight to them and watching things come to us is terrifying it was terrifying while we were filming it to go oh man i wonder what's going to happen next because they're literally bringing the fight like they've come to the you know uh they've come to hilltop they've they've they brought all so it's like (laughs) I don't know. This this is a rough one. This is a rough a rough rough season, you know. Yes, yes, and I, like I said, we we've all been waiting so long for it, and I am just so <laughs> excited. Um, being such a rough show and a rough season, especially, is there any time uh, that you guys are filming where somebody you know makes somebody else laugh, like hysterically? Uh, there are several times. Um, Cooper's a big old goofball. He is. He's he's so he's just like anybody who meets him knows. You see his spirit. That's exactly how he is. And I know sometimes we'll have a we'll we'll be doing something and one of us will start giggling and it just it won't stop for a second. <laughs> so there's been times where we'll look and it's like, okay, we gotta be serious now. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> so I, and everyone's kind of like that. There's moments where you know. Yeah. I definitely can't look at Carrie at all because her seriousness sometimes will make me bust out laughing. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I want to ask Nabila, uh, Nadine, have you ever been on the, the Talking Dead? I have not been on the show. I have done behind the scenes with Talking Dead. I was not in L.A. Uh, the majority of the season when they were having those. So I wasn't like available um, at the time, but um, I've done a lot of their background. I remember doing one, I think the first season and the, and throughout the year talk, you know, talking dead will come to set and they'll do a little behind the scene interviews. So I've done a couple of those, but I haven't gone to the show, which I'm a little grateful for because <laughs> normally if you go to the show, that means you didn't kind of had it already. So you never know. They oh. haven't done the last show of the season yet. Yeah, and you, you, you never know. Yeah, usually when I Who's see the- one of the bigger names, I'm like, oh my god, they're going, they're going. That was like <laughs> when they announced Jesus. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, no. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's a sweetheart. That's oh, sweetheart. Yeah. So cool. So cool. I'm like, okay. I was like, as long as none of my people are there, and I'm naming everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask too, Nadine. I don't know if you're on the same wavelength, but uh, this last season, I'm like, and I loved her before this, but I'm like, Carol's got to go. Carol's a little crazy for me. 
What do you think what Carol has been through, you know? I mean, you come from an abusive husband to just losing every single person you care about. And even down to some at your own hands, you know, everybody you cared about has kind of been chopped off at the block. So I'm surprised. I'm not surprised she's standing, but I am surprised that she's as just as strong as as she is right now. Because I don't know that after a so much loss, we just become numb, and and that's it. I am excited for the uh, for the spinoff, though. I'm really excited for to see see Melissa and that to, you know, I, yeah. I'm hoping they'll dig a little more into like her inner thoughts. Those because she always has interesting looks on her face, and I would just love to know what's going on in her mind at that moment. <laughs> you know, yeah. What is the spinoff? Is that a it's Carol? Carol and Daryl, correct? I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I learned it like you guys did, so I'm excited. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I do, I, do, I love the Nabila and Jerry uh, uh, contrast. It's, it's just great. It's great the whole the whole thing there. This, this, I tell people often. I know people think it's probably a really cute, cute love story. We're we're so much like brother and sister. It's unreal. <laughs> The amount of poking and making fun of and just, you know, just silliness. I've, I've talked to him a couple of times during the pandemic just to kind of check in and, and see. And it's the most random things. That was, it just, it, it's definitely like a, a brother-sister relationship. You, you, know? you so. mean toilet paper? Is that, is that kind of like what it is? I would definitely pay for his house. I would definitely. I would definitely. He knows I would too. <laughs> or I would just literally go in his house and sit with his wife and just chill with her without him. I would do that too. I love they it. Have- so I would definitely. Oh, love it, love <laughs> it. Oh, goddamn. What um, what, what do you feel though, Nadine? Like, uh, as a mother, I, I know you mentioned that last time we talked to you. Uh, as a father, I just felt like this past summer was so hard, trying to explain to my kids like. You know why? Why you can't play sports? Why you can't go to school? What? And just, just trying to explain racial injustice in the past. It was just one of the hardest things for me. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black mom of a black boy, yeah. and it's it's rough. It is, you know. Um, <sighs> it's been rough. One, if you separate the two, the pandemic one has been rough because people are used to social interaction. They're used to you know being able to say good morning and being around their friends and, you know, it creates, um, you know, positive energy, you know, transferring of energy. It just creates something. And I feel so bad because my kid spends like the majority of the time in the house and he's a basketball player who likes to go out and do things. And you just can't right now, you know, it's scary because this, this disease has affected people that we've known, you know, there's people been that have lost their lives and it's so, it's, I mean, it's just, it's so scary just because you don't know what all it can do. Yes. So trying to tell people, it's different when you can see something. If you can see some, like if you see someone with chicken pox, you can stay away because you know they have them. I don't want to catch them, you know, but I know I'll live if I do. But, you know, I just don't, you kind of have that warning where with this, you don't know who has what. And yes. you see that everyone's, you know, some people are not caring to protect others or even protect themselves. So it's like, how do you gauge that, you know? Yeah. As far as the racial, the racial tension that went on, I would say it was hard in the beginning. It was hard because as a mom, 
you're you just want to protect your kid and I had so many the good thing is I started so many conversations with my friends that are not minorities um in talking about their experiences and what they can do for their kids and 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 just kind of the different way of thinking and one of my friends said I had no idea that that's what you think like you know when when you buy a gift for your daughter you're thinking about things for her you know what she would like or what she may want or you know I think about yes I love the fact that my kid wants things but I think everything of clothes okay if I buy you clothes what colors can I buy so it doesn't look suspicious what outfits can I get that don't look by the time I drop him off at school my thoughts are I, I know it's cold. I don't want him to pull his hoodie up because I don't want anyone to think anything. I don't want him to run because I don't want them to think that he's running from something. Yeah. I don't want, you know, like all of those things. Yes. That's crazy that other people may not have to think about, but that's something that I live with. It's even when he'll go, hey, I got on a mask and I run down the street to McDonald's. I go, you don't run. You do not run. Yes. I, I, I just think of that, of what you just said. Um, one of my friends uh, used to be a loss prevention in a store, and he just said, yeah, you look for guys with the hood up. You look for that. Like, that's what they tell you. And they're thinking that this is what that is when they're not thinking about the woman who looks as though she's business-oriented and has a purse full of cosmetics stolen. You know what I mean? Like, mm. And it's sad that that's stereotype, but, you know... It, it's just sad because you, you do look for that. When I have a kid that he's freezing all the time and half the time, he don't even have a shirt on under that hoodie. Like, he just, you, know, <laughs> but it's, you know, I just, the most went, I can, uh, I'm sorry. I, I just went, I, I was just telling, even tell my kids from the beginning of this country, we were kind of the biggest jerks ever because, you know, we came from our brothers in England and we were just like, look, we're over here. You can't get us. Like we're, we're going to, we're going to do whatever we want now. Like you were, we're turned, we turned on our own. Like we are just the biggest group of a-holes ever, ever. I think we just, I think because life has happened so much that we forget empathy. We forget mm -hmm. that other people have experiences that we might not have. And it doesn't make one better than the other. Yeah. It's just, there's experiences that happen that you have to go, even though it didn't happen to me, that sucks. And what can I do to stop it? And yes. And yes. sometimes life happens so fast and so much is going on that you're like, oh, if it doesn't affect me, I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm just saying I don't have time to stop for that. You know what I mean? Yes. And yeah, yeah. You're just, like you said, trying to go through your life, trying to feed your children, trying to do all of it. And, and, and it just, it just, it all piles up. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's just a lot, but it, it's definitely, you know, it's the change is coming and I just tell people, hold on, it's coming. It is. We will, we will start to see the good thing is it's open doors. It's created friendships. It's creating conversations. And I think once people get past the uncomfortableness of talking about race and, and, and all that, I think then we can really get some stuff done. You know? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Nadine, thank you so much. It's it's been amazing talking to you. We have to wrap it up. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm so sorry. I was so late. No. Like it is so right now. Guys <laughs> are still smoky over here, so bear with me. Yeah, yeah. Hang in there through all that, all that. And uh where can everybody find you? 
Oh, uh, on Instagram, it's I am Nadine Marissa. Twitter, I am Nadine Marissa. Uh, Facebook, Nadine Marissa. Um, yeah. Hit me up. I'm pretty social. I, I talk to people and I reply back. Yes, you are. Because um, I always try to. <laughs> um, if I don't, then just say, hey, Nadine, you didn't hit me back. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nadine. Bye. No problem. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Take care. Stay safe. You too. Have a good one. Oh, so glad. So glad we were able to get it get it through because uh, otherwise I we're booked to like until November right now. Oh, wow. It would have sucked because like I really wanted to get that. Really wanted to get that in before Walking Dead started. I am so excited. And uh, yeah, they said 11. Season 11 is the end. They, I think they've added a few extra episodes, but. I mean, it's it's kind of like they're to the point where the comic ended because the I comic was just did. Say, yeah. Oh, we got a call. Rob and Slim Show. <laughs> hey, guys. Amanda. What's up? What's up? Amanda from the Blunt Mommy Podcast. Yes, R.I.P., but maybe not R.I.P. Where is the Blunt Mommy podcast? Oh, I had to um, say take a break from it. I still do have all of the episodes that I recorded, but there were some things that were going on. So as just an adult and for the person that I loved, at the time, I took it down literally out of respect for him. So, oh. so it he... wasn't even his. He didn't give a shit that <sighs> I was on the podcast oh. ever at all. His parents found out that I had a raunchy podcast. So, wow, wow! I feel like that shouldn't even wait. Be his it. parents were upset that you you had did a your podcast. Po- they had never met me, and uh, they were supposed to meet me for Thanksgiving, and it's through my son's friend's mom, who works with his sister, and his sister told his mom, and it was basically like, we don't want to meet Amanda. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? He should have been like, no, that's, that's not the Amanda. I'm married or it's, I'm with. I know. It's, it's, it was just, you know, they're old school and they talked about morals and values. And I was like, dude, I'm like, you don't have morals and values. What so are what those? the fuck? They don't exist. <laughs> they don't. They're not real morals and values. <laughs> he, he's like, I know. He didn't. He told me. He's like, Amanda, you do not have to take it down. But oh. I still did. Yeah. He told me I didn't have to. But. I still did, and uh, I just didn't want backlash, you know, upon him. I still haven't met his family, by the way. Um, I just didn't want any negativity for him at that moment, but I'm in the rears to where it's like everybody's chirping in my ears, you know, start back up, come on. (laughs) So how bad was the Blunt Mommy podcast? Right, that's a a question. (laughs) What were you doing over there, Amanda? (laughs) What immoral stuff are you doing? (laughs) Okay, I actually, it was just 
me, myself, and I, other than, you know, when Dave and I would do titty talk, which was actually, it was so much fun doing titty talk. (laughs) I do actually, I miss that show. I mean, shout out to Dave from Man Brain Podcast. You know, he has literally the same size tits as I do. So it was, I mean, it was fun. It was fun being topless with other people being topless a, and podcasting. Wow. I really do miss that. Take your shirt off, Slim. No, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it was. You would like do a podcast topless? That was um, my Blunt Mommy podcast was just, you know, Amanda solo. Okay. And so I did all of that. All of my stories, all of my shit show, whatever the fuck I talked about, and uh, Titty Talk was a sideshow. Okay. That basically, I don't, I think it came out every, uh, yeah, it came out every other Tuesday was what it was. It was just a side product of Blunt Mommy and Dave Chappie from Man Brain was my partner in that we kind of came up with the titty talk idea like, Oh, I'll get topless and I'll use the podcaster, whoever we're interviewing. I'll put their decals over my nipples. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> it was a work of art. Titty Tuesday. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> that is. That's I miss a good it. Idea. <laughs> what was the craziest uh, thing that ever happened on, on the podcast? On Blunt Mommy or on Titty Talk? Either one. I mean, well, I mean, I can tell you, Titty Talk, there are times where decals came off and, you know, we're, you know, trying, all of us, you know, say if it was a bunch of girls, we're all trying to see if we can lick our nipples or not. And, you know, just things like that, just weird stuff. You're drunk, you're talking to other people. You know, after recording is over, it's still (laughs) playtime. You try to suck your own. <laughs> it's playtime. <laughs> so whatever happens, happens. Gotcha. Gotcha. We don't do that. We don't have an empty show. I feel like uh, we shouldn't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we shouldn't be jerking each other off. It probably wouldn't be. Unless we do that live on the air. We don't want to do yeah. that as an after show. Yeah, photos or it never happens. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. So are you dying to get back to podcasting? I am dying to get back. The only thing that I'm actually dreading is all the work that goes into it and I don't think a lot of people realize, I mean, I don't have any friends that I hang out with, that I talk with all the time. They don't have a podcast. They don't know what work goes into it. I would record, edit, and make sure everything was ready to go to upload it for Tuesday morning. So I would do everything on Monday night after work, which I'd get home at six, get all my notes together. And it takes a long time because I would have different segments and I would have to piece together everything. And I'm not a professional. I don't have all this shit that a lot of people, you know, have. It's just me and a fucking laptop and my fucking snowball microphone. Yeah. So 
people don't understand the time and effort it takes into that. As a solo and artist, I feel like that would be solo, hard. Yes. It, and it was very long. And I don't miss that. But I do miss, I don't want to say listening to myself talk, <laughs> but I do miss being on there and telling my stories and yeah. getting DMs from people and reading their stories and their questions out loud. You know, so much shit has happened within the last year when I got off. And yes, I am dying. I'm itching to get back on. My followers, my friends, they watch me anytime I'm on a podcast, you know, a video podcast. They listen and watch. And so there's still support there. It's just I have to get the fire lit under my ass to actually be like, okay, Amanda, you're going to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it all alone. It's a lot. It's a fucking lot. And like I said, I don't have professional setup. I don't have a mixer. I don't have any of that shit. It was yeah. literally plugged in you know a microphone plugged into my laptop and that's what i did I feel like my, eventually yeah. the sound quality sounded decent enough to listen to so i was like okay great yeah wow you need a slim. Man, I have over two thousand followers on twitter still so yeah. i mean it worked <laughs> that's good. you need a slim at you need a slim a at <laughs> to do the audio mixer stuff <laughs> We when we started Amanda we had a, a little USB mic. It, it yeah. wasn't even it wasn't even like what you have. You have like a decent one. We had like a twenty dollar little tiny clip on mic, and we used that <laughs> for at least half a year in the beginning. Clipped on like a Sterlite. Oh, were we hanging it off a ceiling fan or something at one point, or what? We I don't know. That's awesome. It. Yeah, I think <laughs> that is. And we would all just sit around like a, a round table at the point. Now we have like a yeah. rectangular table, but we yeah. would all just sit around and lean into this little mic, this little di <laughs> di directional tiny Samsung microphone. Yeah. Hey, we all start somewhere. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, if I started back up, it would be the same thing. It would be a laptop. My fucking microphone that plugs into my computer and the screen, you know, the buffer screen that goes over it, and that would be it. <laughs> Do you have anything special planned for when you come back? Like anything you're saving? Oh, God <laughs> damn. Like I said, so much shit has happened within the last year. I mean, I've gone off of rifts where... Um, one of my best friends uh, that lives here in Baton Rouge with me, Jamie, you know, we have so many stories and I've come up a riff like I could totally tell stories about downtown Baton Rouge in a sets in the city way. I mean, just dirt and tea. I mean, we go hard down here in Louisiana. Yeah. So, I've got some fucking stories. I mean, endless, endless stories of just anything you can possibly fucking imagine. So, yes, there's, there, it's not that I don't have anything to work with. Yeah. So, my question is, have, have you met the boyfriend's parents yet? 
Uh, he's technically he's not my boyfriend. I actually oh. broke up with him in April. Um, but I mean, we, you know, you know how it goes when you're dating somebody for a year and a half, two years, and you break up, and you see them, you run with the same crew you kind of start hanging out again and having sex again. So Ah. that's just kind of what's going on right now. And no, I have not met his parents. But since it's not an official relationship, doing the podcast again won't hurt the relationship. So there you go. Uh. Exactly. It will not. But he would be part of my storytelling. (laughs) Because I... How I broke up with him was epic. It was it was so good. How'd it go down? I can't tell you that. <laughs> we gotta wait for the uh, the episode. <sighs> yeah, whenever it uh, drops, I'll I'll just say that I will I'll give you one little you know just teaser, one little snack. Um, I created a Tinder. That's all I'm going to say. You can go, you can, yep, take it from there. A uh, fake Tinder. Oh. As I figured it is. My my theory would be that he was on Tinder and you fucked with him with a fake profile. Ah. Is what, what I'm getting from that. Slim nose, slim nose Tinder hashtag. Slim nose well, Tinder. I usually use Grinder, but <laughs> dude, I want to get on Grinder and make a fake profile just because you know I miss you know when I was podcasting, I would get dick pics galore, and now I'm just on Twitter, like tweeting stuff and tweeting Instagram and like retweeting people, and so there are no like no more dick pics anymore so oh. it's like i just want to get on grinder just uh you know make see up a fake profile see some dick see some videos <laughs> we need to sign our ex-intern up to t- uh grinder and then send him for Sl- him all the <laughs> he needs his own he needs his own uh, app or, or whatever. I don't know yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, you need like a dick lineup and you need to rate them, you know, rate them on if you would fuck on a fuckable level. <laughs> you know, this dick, I would fuck. But since it's curved to the right, I would give that a four because then I would have to fuck it this way. You know, it's all, it's so technical. It's a lot. There's a lot of. I I would listen to an entire podcast of you rating dicks. (laughs) God. To to be quite honest with you, I think dicks are absolutely beautiful. They're just like vaginas. No one is the same. And so, just yes, every dick is different. Every dick is special in its own dick way. Yeah. I love dicks. So does Slim. No, I really don't like dicks. I like my own dick. That's about it. <laughs> as long as you love your own, you're good. Yeah, that's all Everybody nice. loves their own. It's like, you know, I love I love my vagina. That is like my precious bop down there. <laughs> I know a lot of girls don't call it their box, but yeah, no, um, they don't like that. But, but see, you know, 
I, that doesn't matter to me. Some girls are, offend, you know, offended when a guy calls it a, a pussy or a, what are some of the other lingos? Well, Cunt. a box. Cunt. What? A cunt. I'm yeah. not offended by any of those things. It's just, it's my vagina. It's, it, these are all these slang terms for a vagina that you know it's not offensive vagina is we weird offend- to me like vagina is weird think- yeah yeah vagina is like uh that's i don't know, I don't know. what the, the, word, the word vagina yeah, yeah. pussy cunt that's all yeah. that's all right but vagina but the word vagina vagina or vagina you know when you like <laughs> Hyphen the the G by Yina. That's not a bad word. That's it's, just like that's the wholesome word. Yeah. I mean that's what I usually call it my vagina. Sometimes whenever I'm intoxicated, you know, I throw the word the box out, but <laughs> the box is whatever. like the extreme. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's like hey, look at that box. Hey. That box. Hey. <laughs> Look at the I'm box. I have zero complaints. So, do you, do you love it? Do you love it so happy. much that you do you like decorate it like the bedazzled and all that? Okay, that is a, a checklist of mine before I die. <laughs> I would like to sit down. I think my friend Jamie would actually do it with me. Um, that we could sit down like in her bathroom and bedazzle our vaginas i think she would actually do that with me that's on my checklist before i die i do want to be that's like a deathbed thing that's my deathbed i want to <laughs> bedazzle my pubes that's a bad passive voyage right there <laughs> seriously i mean can you imagine just being a bedazzled <laughs> pussy right in front of you it's just like whoa i've never oh, yeah. seen one you put a lot of work into that i don't <laughs> think a bedazzled pussy exists i mean i don't even know because it is so much work i don't even know if i would have sex because i don't want one of those jewels to fall off right i just think i would wander around naked be like hey I got a bedazzled vagina. Look at all this work I put into (laughs) this vagina. I'm an artist, yo. An hour. Appreciate this bedazzled vagina. (laughs) This took an hour. (laughs) Nobody can follow that. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Look at this bedazzled. (laughs) <laughs> I can see myself totally doing it because I prefer not to wear clothes. So, oh. I mean, especially just at my friend's house or whenever I'm at my boyfriend's house or, you know, luckily my son always keeps his door shut. I am just naked. And wow. so, yeah. I don't even like taking a I shirt mean, off right at now, the beach. Do I? I? I don't even like to take my shirt off at the beach. How do you get to that oh, point where, like, God. let's let it all dangle? <laughs> I just 
you know, bra, if I do not have to wear a bra, I'm not wearing a fucking bra. <laughs> Every time I, and obviously my boobs look smaller, I'm like a full A, but I have these bras that are push-ups and they make my boobs look about a B or so. B plus. Anytime I wear a bra, I will get a comment at work from somebody and asking me if I've gained weight. Oh. Or because my boobs look bigger. And Would I'm you like, get implants? No, I have not gained. I haven't gained any weight. I just got it on the bra. <laughs> so, yes. If I don't have to wear a bra, I'm not wearing a fucking bra. <laughs> if I don't have to wear underwear, I'm not wearing underwear. I'm just, you know, if it was okay with people for women to walk around topless, I would be one of those women. It's okay. I, you can take that. You can, you can do that. I just, I don't even like my it's knees okay, touching. It's okay, but it's not, it's not socially accepted. No. It's my issue. And, you know, I had actually, I posted something on my Facebook the other day, and it was literally a, a male and female, and they were both overweight, and they had the same size titties. It was um, a cartoon, <laughs> and the guy was like, no... Helene, you cannot go out there like that. And like she had her titties out too. And you know, it's just some guys are so immature that if they if they see a woman with her titties out or if they see a girl with, you know, no bra on and the nipples are hard, it's just like, oh my God, look at her nipples. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I mean, uh, it's going in the spank bag. I know. I get that. Believe me. Sunday during the same game, I did not have on a bra because I didn't have to wear one. And my nipples were hard as rock. But I'm just saying, if it was socially acceptable for, you know, both sexes, I yeah. would not ever wear a bra. Um, I would lay out with no shirt on. I mean, no top on. It's just we need to get with the time. Yes, I'm. Still not taking my shirt off. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Goddamn. Amanda, we have to wrap this up. It's almost time. Okay. Well, thank you so much for letting me be on the show. And thank you. Thanks for coming you, on. If you ever want my silly ass to call back in you know where to hit me up absolutely absolutely and where can everybody find you all right well thank you so much for having me thanks for coming on where can everybody find you okay uh people can find me on instagram amanda a-m-a-n-d-u-h-3313 and the same tag on uh twitter a-m-a-n-d-u-h-3313 do you know when you're coming back for the Blunt Mommy podcast? Uh, no, I do not because not yet. football season just started. <laughs> so that's a lot of uh, dick? Uh, no, it's a lot of game watching. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm actually is. one of those girls that is really into football. So. What? I have to be ready to go on Saturday, which means I can't get too tanked on Friday night. I have to be ready to go on Saturday. 
And then Saturday, you know, have to watch my drinking, even though I still get really intoxicated because the safe play on Sunday is at noon almost, you know, every week. It's always at noon, except every. for this past week, which was at 325. By the way, who that? Did y'all watch the game? No. No. <laughs> oh, my God. We broke a record viewing-wise. And also, we beat Tom Brady. That's just all I have to say. All right, that's all right. Fuck Tom Brady. All right, with that, that, Amanda, we got to let you go. Fuck Tom Brady. And fuck Tom Brady. All right. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you, you too. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. We will definitely have you back. All right, no problem. Thanks. All right, bye. See ya. How do you rate that, Driz? Yeah, I rate that a 5 out of 20. Yeah. What? I said I rated a five out of twenty. The twenty out of yeah. Maybe we uh maybe we don't tell people about this one. Did we at least learn something? That we suck and everyone sucks. I guess that counts. Later, Chodes. Hit me on the next one. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash fat moles radio. Your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,